We're here? We We're here! definitely are. Here is where we are. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of A Tale of Dice. I have gathered the nerdiest, the most millennial group of five individuals that I could find on a random Sunday evening. To be honest, I didn't look very far, like only to The Hague, which is like 20 minutes away. But uh, but this is the best I could have came up with, so uh, yeah, I gotta deal with it. But okay. truth be told, really? truth be told, well, yeah, that's that's where uh, at least where I found you eventually was right here in uh, in Leiden. Like I didn't travel to Tilburg to find you. You came to me. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But no, no, I'm I'm being too harsh on these people. They're good nerds. They they roll dice very good. They uh, they act very good. Even last week, when the uh, theoretical shit hit the fan, because oh my god, it was so chaotic and, and nothing got done. But now, I have put all of my characters where they belong, into the soot and grime of the sewer system. So that makes me feel a little bit better, yes. <sighs> okay, I think I got all the negativity out of my system now. I think I can, I can, I, I think I can like give you like rewards and experience points and magic items again now. Oh okay. no, I cool. I actually like the nature of our new relationship. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, make me walk through mud and, and gore. Yeah. Well, well, if you ask, make then suffer. I can only then I can only give you what you want, of course. I mean, the uh, the suffering shall begin post haste. Then, so without further ado, shall we play a game? <laughs> Because, last we left off, our heroes, now known as the Pack, had been contracted by the local guards to investigate the arrival of a certain magical plague. The ringing that people started to hear in their ears, slowly turning them mad, inflicting harm on themselves and others, was a disease that the local guards could not track themselves. Expecting that some higher-ranking guards might be at play here as well, foully so, our heroes were contracted to investigate it for them. Following different clues, this brought them eventually to the scum, the fish-like people that seemed to dwell in the sewer system underneath the city. These scum apparently were connected to the disease as they were found trying to erase evidence of people that befell with this affliction. So, to follow this breadcrumb trail, our heroes let loose one of the scum that they had previously captured, and are now following it into its home in the sewers. Following the tracks of this uh, creature that seemingly did not try all too hard to cover for itself, our heroes eventually came upon a couple of scum scouts that jumped out of the water and started to assail our heroes. So that's where we are right now. As the combat order is still in effect, 
a rat has already been summoned by our wizard Jack. Crowen has already jumped into the murky depths of the sewers uh, waters to whack away at one of the scum. But next to all of this, there also seems to be another assailant. A small demonic creature got crawled out of one of the sewer vents at well, unwrapping its wings to turn itself into its demonic form of a quasit. All of you do know at least a little bit about these sorts of creatures. You know that they are demons, but you might also know that these creatures don't exactly hail from the demonic planes of the abyss. You see, these sorts of demons are normally created by wizards and other spellcasters as a sort of familiar, so to speak. Wizards who quite literally put off their sin into their small demonic familiar minion that can then aid them in all kinds of mischief. So, as you are being assailed by these scum who are seemingly also aided by their own demonic entity, we quickly turn our attention back to Olam. With the beautiful hairdos. Yeah, it's not even, so it's it's going to annoy me. Um, but... In combat. Yeah, so my hair is messy. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, I am going to spray of stars the Sons of Beaches. Oh, shit. Yes. So, what happens? Uh, so I uh, make a 15-foot cone of spray of stars. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really sure how big that is. It's like the nine, well, nine things, yeah, right? So, so I will say, uh, for the sake of this, at every point, like five feet uh, to one side, the spray is five feet wide. And then... Uh, 10 feet, it's 10 feet wide, so you first have one square, then two square, then three squares. So for the sake of this, you could like position yourself right where you are right now to have one color spray hit all the enemies, but also hit our uh, rat friend that had just been summoned into the sewers. Which is basically worth right. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah? Alright, yeah. so you're going to blast all of them. So yeah. tell me, uh, what happens? Do I need to make a certain saving throw? You, you have to make, to make a reflex, reflex saving reflex throw. Reflex save, yes. alright. Reflex save all across the board. Let's see here. The closet, the small demon that just turned itself uh, into its normal demonic form, gazes upon you and does seem to realize the incoming onslaught as he pulls himself back, self back into the roster just a little bit with a 25 on his reflex save. Yeah, he seems to be a Just not a critical success. Ooh, all right. Uh, so it's just a success. All right, and both the scums each have a 19 and an 18 respectively. Okay, so it's just successes because okay. they had to make a 16. Uh, so... Everyone that got hit uh, takes half damage and is dazzled for one round. Nice. I'm going to roll uh, the four. Oh, and uh, Jack, we also need you to make a reflex save for your uh, rats that you had summoned into the fray. Sorry. Still though, three for the price of one. Not too shabby. I rolled a two, so it's two fire dam. Uh, one fire damage. 
one fire damage for each of them. Alright, so... Okay. Not a lot of damage, but still, being dazzled will hamper a lot of their... Death. ...things. So yeah, basically for, for the next round, they are dazzled and will have trouble with aiming correctly and trying to make their attacks hit, so that's fine. Alright. Fixing roll already? I can't There's hear something you. wrong with your mic, I think. I could barely hear you. Yeah. You're really soft. Oh god. <laughs> Technical, Technical difficulties incoming! Uh, problem. Uh, this is better probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, um, a reflex, uh, save. Oh, wait, uh... Red reflexes. What is this reflex? Like, yes. uh... Wait, ref, probably. Um... Oh, that's actually pretty okay. That's gonna be a 23 for my red. Ooh. Oh, so that's yeah. just a success? Um, so you reflexes. take one fire damage and you're dazzled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey. So those are two of Olam's actions. You still have a third in the bank. Uh, yes, and she's going to cast shield on herself, as is the only one she can cast it on. Alright. So you just saw the two scum just jump out of the water with their crossbow slash harpoon guns at the ready, trying to ambush all of you, but it seemed that you guys were uh, way too aware of the uh, oncoming onslaught. Crowan just jumped in and whacked one of them, and you quickly pull out your hand and just blast them in a cone of sparkling lights, and then that sparkling light also comes back to you a little bit and coalesces into this shimmering shield of arcane magics to protect yourself. It's Very oh, nice. Also, because of the really pretty magic thingy Olam does, mm -hmm. uh, she gets kind of cursed while doing magic. Right. So, uh... <laughs> She uh, gets a little lighter, you can see her floating and the stars in her fur shine just a little bit brighter and she becomes Enfeebled One. You have just turned into a shiny Pokemon version of yourself. Yep. Very good. <laughs> Alright. With Olam dazzling the competition, we turn our attention to Edge. Alright, this is this the, the rat, right? This is this is the rat. That is okay. your friend. Well, that is and this friend. is the enemy. Okay. Then I will move over here. A minute. And I will attack this ugly motherfucker. Alright. So you do jump into the sewage, which is uh, not a very good time for you, but at least now you can uh, can hit this guy. So the sewage, just like Crowan, is also up to your waist right now, so this will be difficult terrain for you, unless you have a swimming speed to uh, to move out of these sort of uh, situations. But right now, you're at the ready. And uh, let's not forget, at the top of the round, we also have an elemental spark still. Yes, yeah, yeah but uh, we have the artifact as one of the uh, things within the initiative oh, order right perfect. now. Perfect, nice. Yeah, 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 you can see it. I think you can see it uh, fourth, with a 99 on initiative. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the artifact is always faster than all of you, it seems. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 hits, yeah. Because she went flanked. Ooh. Well, um, flanked, yes, but it's also uh, flat-footed because it's dazzled and right now can't really see for shit. 
Yeah. That's uh one d eight one. That's a five damage. Five points of damage. Legend. Together with, sorry. Five points of bludgeoning. Hell yeah! Well, together with the other points of damage that already had been done to this creature, you just jump into the water, use your momentum, and just whack your uh, your fist right at his face. Then oh, the, the staff, cobbles back. The oh, sorry. Oh, with staff, I just basically whack. Whack his skull. <laughs> and you do so quite effectively as his head bashes back against the stone wall, and he just goes under. Okay. Then I will make uh, my second attack at the other ugly motherfucker. Ooh, hell yeah, you will. Same thing Let's with go. the staff. You got a 12 to hit. 12 misses, I'm afraid. As you try again with your staff to whack him at the other side, but he just pulls up his harpoon gun and parries your blow for a moment. Pushing it back. And I have one action left? Uh, then right now you moved... Did one, two attacks, so I think that those are all your three actions. Oh, okay, so Unless you have certain ways action. to... Yes. Then I am... Yeah, then I'm done. Alright. But who's not yet done is Tarush. Excellent. Well, I don't really have a ton of options right now, because I already used all of my first level spells today. Um, including my, uh, whose stupid idea was it to go in here without resting first? No idea. No idea. <laughs> no, but, um, so what I'm gonna do, um, first off, Tarush, uh, sees all this action happening. He's also impressed by the colorful, magical display that Olam is showing. Um, but he then turns his atten attention to the, what was it, the imp? Quasit? No, it's a, it is a quasit. A quasit, imps are, imps are like the devil kind, but quasits are basically like demonic familiars. All right. It's like the the most easy uh, easy way to uh, to talk about them. So, Tarush shifts uh, uh, his position a bit as he starts speaking in this guttural, ugly language of which the inherent evil amplifies his voice even. And he speaks in abyssal. As he says, Perhaps we can offer you a better deal, demon. Perhaps we can offer you a greater chance for chaos. And I'm gonna try and... Can I make like a, di a diplomacy check? To try and maybe improve sure. his... Uh, or, or, or try and convince him? No, wait, that would actually... <laughs> that would actually be a deception check. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait. Like if if you are lying, yeah, go yeah. ahead, make a deception check. I swear I am. Um that is mm, that could be better. That's an eleven plus six is seventeen. Seventeen. The quasi does like perch out his head once again and is interested in the fact that somebody seemingly is speaking his own tongue. As he does reply to you Petty human. My master is not to be trifled with, but let me show you myself. And he already begins to crawl out back into the fray with all of you. Fair enough. Then feel my strength. And I bash down my staff as electricity arcs from it onto the quasit and the 
uh, scum next to him. They have to make a reflex save. All right. Uh, ooh, those aren't too high. Um, a 17 and a 17. 17 and a 17, I believe, would both be... Ah, exactly successes. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is a bummer, but it happens. Let me get up my little cute little D4 here and roll for massive damage. <laughs> oh, well, shit. You can't have a very low number, so that's one plus uh, four. That's going to be two damage on both of them. <laughs> All right, five half to two points of damage. Like, I mean, why does this happen after the cool one-liner, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Maybe strength? the one-liner isn't as cool as you think. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I should have gotten, like, my strength will shock you or something, but, you know, I, I, I guess I can't go with a pun that quickly. Yeah, it seems that indeed your magical powers are depleting quite a lit, uh, quite a lot as you are uh, adventuring for a long time already. And, All right, uh, but yeah, that's my turn already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then after that, we have the one scum that just got a little bit electrified, but he could dodge out of the way under the water just for a moment to uh, let a lot of the electricity just dissipate. And as it gets up again. The crossbow harpoon is nowhere to be found, and this time he just goes raking at his previous assailant, which is Crowen. So, Crowen, you remember that the claws of these creatures already um, could inflict some damage. Let's see if it happens yeah, again. It's fine. It's fine. Alright, so um, those are a 18, a 17, and an 18 on the dice. Those are... Uh, he hits three times? Uh, well, he, he uses all three actions to just go batshit crazy on you. Uh, the two 18s hit uh, just on my... No, 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 no those, were, those were the die. Oh. I need to add their numbers. So the first oh. one becomes a... Uh, let me see here. Uh, no, that's the wrong one. That's the good one. First one becomes a 25. Yeah, that hits. Second one becomes a 20. Yeah, it hits uh, as well. Third one becomes a 15. That's not enough. Oh, uh, no crit. All right. <laughs> so... So you do take, uh, let's see here, uh, that is, uh, oh, only nine points of total piercing damage. Are you happy to help? I got <laughs> to cough, guys. A couple of claws go wide. You actually hear the uh, quasit Tarush to say, ah, idiot. Not really um, all too glad with the amount of uh, oomph that his scum companion packed in those punches. Um, but after that, after that onslaught, that is the only thing that the scum can do. So we then turn our attention to the artifact. So yeah, so let's see. We still had, from Nireko, a elemental spark. Elemental spark to creepy centipede thing. Hell yeah. Okay, so uh, we are at level 1. So right now, that would be uh, 1d6 uh, points of damage that are blasted against the... Uh, now no longer centipede thing, but now he turned into his normal demonic form. So can you roll me a d6 in chat, uh, Charlie? Uh, I might actually be able to do you one better. First is gonna mm -hmm. be, uh, oh wait, that is the wrong screen. Oh yeah, sorry, I, I said in chat, but I meant like on the screen indeed. Uh, let me see what happens if I do this, and I click, and I choose a d6, and I throw. second of four, oh, I'm gonna well. go. That's a d20 and a 1. <laughs> so, 1. Sorry, you need to go. <laughs> uh, Alright, but still, the artifact just 
pulses a little bit and a small electrical arc just hits the <laughs> demonic creature right in his face, adding more insult than actual injury, but still, all small pieces of damage help in this. Alright. So, with that out of the way, um, another hero point also got uh, given to Olam once again, which is very nice. But next to that, I don't see any other artifact stuff. So after that, we turn to Jack once again. Jack. Jack. That's me. The turn is yours. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I have a, a, a small plan. Um, I start out with a focus spell called Augmented Summoning. Mm. Uh, it's a, a single action uh, with which I invigorate the, the giant rat standing on the other side of the water. And uh, it just gives me a plus one on uh, all uh, DCs and AC. Nice. Okay. Uh, next, I'm going to attack because uh, that is actually quite handy when you have a plus one on everything. Uh, let me have a quick look at the actions that I can take as a giant rat. Yes. So, uh, it's gonna be a, a jaw attack. Yeah. Very well. On, I have to check on which one, of course. Don't forget yeah, you're dazzled. Oh, I can do it. Yeah, I uh, I can do the one in the middle uh, so that mm -hmm. I'm also um, flanking with uh, Crowen. Yeah, what indeed. was the dazzle again? Yeah, so right now you do need to uh, make a flat five check to uh, hit the creature because you can't really see all that well. Oh, uh, did yes. you do that? Did you do that on the on on my I turn? Did not. I, oh. I did not. And the first, the first one is a two, so the first attack already missed. <laughs> Second is a one. I'm not. I'm not making this up. So uh, heal yourself back nine points, uh, <laughs> Crowen. Because <laughs> because the scum really couldn't do anything. So the quasi is even more. Frustrated that, ah, for fuck's sake, is this everything? Dazzles the shit, man. The oh, yeah. Like, oh, no, my attacks got retconned. No. Uh, so, first of all, flat check, I rolled a 19. All right, so that's yeah. enough. The first attack can be made. Oh, and I, I actually also rolled a 19 again on my attack, so that's going to be... Oh, damn. Uh, oh, that's actually going to be a 26 to hit. 26, all right. Well, it seems that after you augmented your rat, his attacks indeed became a lot more ferocious because that's a critical hit already. Oh, damn. Uh, making... 5 and 4 is 9 plus... Uh, making 10 points of piercing, piercing damage. Woo! Yeah. And, uh, Phil Fever. Yeah, I I, I'm uh, not sure if the, uh, I'm not sure if the disease will, will add anything else because he's already dead because the jaws just... The scum came out of the water, tried to get his claws into Crowen. Crowen, already knowing what these creatures are capable of, holding off all of the attacks of this dazzled scum. But even through the dazzled condition of the rat, he did manage to just creep up on the scum and just bite him right in the neck. And you can see him just thrash the scum a little bit through the water, and then the body just goes limp as the rat spits it out. <laughs> Does the rat have oh, many uh, uh, actions? 
Uh, yeah, so he does have another action, mm-hmm. which means that um, he's going to do very uh, something very uh, interesting. Uh, it's one step to the left. Oh, I cannot move it, but one step to the left. But it did, though. Here, wait, did, that's though. what you did. Let me... Yeah. Um, that leaves no. me just... Wrong. Wrong one. No. There we go. A <laughs> lot better. Bye, bye, G. Me. Now that okay. we with just one action, and uh, I don't have much that I can do with just one action, so I am uh, very well. It doesn't really do much, but I'm gonna cast shield. Mm-hmm. Make sure that I'm safe for any incoming projectiles or anything. Very well. And that's it. That's that's my turn. All right, Crowen, you yeah. just saw both of your adversaries in the water been knocked out or have their throats ripped out, completely dead, as you are up once again, you still see the small demonic creature crawling out of the vents. What do you do? I'm gonna first go here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna t- make a risky, because I don't know if there's reactions, but I'm just gonna go there with my movement. Does right. something happen? Let me check for a minute. Ah, okay, no, right. you're good for now. You're good for now. Okay, so now I'm gonna whack him twice. Oh shit! My mighty mace. Huh. Is um 17 on the AC enough? He's he Ooh. is flat. 17 and... is exactly what you need. Well, no, he's he's flat-footed, so that makes it even a little bit easier. But a 17 hits, yeah. Well, that is uh 11 damage on the first one. Oof. And the next Nothing attack too shabby. is. Next attack is, let's see... Uh, um, there was 15. 15 just hits? Oh, great, so let's see... 9 plus 3, uh, 4 again, that is 13 damage. Damn! I'm dumb. How do you want to do this? Well, I'm gonna hit him on his sauce spot, so the first... Uh, uh, the first is going right at his abdomen. And as he buckles down to to reeling from the hit, I'm just gonna swack him at the end. All right. So, as Crowen just pushes himself through the water, one hand on the sidewalk, you quickly pull yourself out of the water with all of your movement. And as you do, you begin to whack, this time not having your trusty sap at your disposal, but your deadly mace with a large metal head, and you just go whack, whack, and the last hit pushes the demon ah, down to the floor, and you can see the dark purple blood just begin to emanate from the open wound as this small bat-winged creature lets out a couple of last screeches, Tarush, you can hear, ah, Save <sighs> At which moment, Crowen, you pull up your mace, heaving and hoeing, the ambushes becoming the ambushed. <laughs> and you can then see that the small demonic ke- creature just <laughs> begins to burn in green flame until, after a couple of seconds, nothing is left but a couple of specks of dust.
ambushes survived. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. They couldn't do anything, I believe, against all of you. Uh, yeah, I got lucky with the dazzle. There's been mm. a two, two fish and, a, and an evil bat against five humanoids. They, they yeah. did not a, not a snowball's chance in hell. And we're well, awesome, so, you know. Yeah, the, I was just about to say, and, and we're just damn good. So. <laughs> damn great. Sure, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... As the adrenaline begins to subside, what do these pack members do next? Uh, I would like to collect some dust that was left behind from the evil. Easily done. You uh, figure that you still have a, a empty vial from a healing potion that was consumed previously and you pop it open, just scoop a little bit of demon dust in it and close the lid once again. Cool. Is there um, anything else left behind by them? Like, are, were they carrying something? If you wish to check. We can lo loot, yes. Yeah. Did we uh, kill the scum or did we knock them unconscious? I'm no. afraid that both of these were killed, as uh, the creatures that uh, dealt the final blows did not take any penalties for non-lethal damage, or at least not that yeah, I'm aware of. Sorry, I just no. concaved the, the skull of the one that <laughs> I oh, killed. No, no. It is... Beyond repair. I'm not sad about this. I was just checking if I should still yep. finish them off or something. Um, <laughs> Double tap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Nabadolam, you want to uh, also jump into the sewage and begin to loot the bodies? Oh no! Wait, water? No, never mind. No, I'll, no. I'll loot. I'm in there anyway. I'll just I'll, yeah. I'll stick my hands down there right. and get proper. takes a look. Oh, and, Jack also uh, just figures that uh, when uh, Edge is in the water, that uh, Jack doesn't have to go into the sewer water. So that's oh, yeah. a, a great uh, positive point. Mm. Oh, uh, which reminds me. Um, I need uh, both... Uh, let me see, the two, uh, Crowen and uh, Edge to go ahead and make me a fortitude saving throw, please. <laughs> Check. How's a 12 for ya? Well, noted. Uh, 13 for a total of 19. 19? Noted. Yeah, 13 plus 6 is 19. 13 plus 6 is 19. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, Nideko made a, a good point. I, Olam was kind of, uh, like, bound. Yeah. Tied to Edge, so I, I hope we got that figured out before he went into the sewers. I mean, both of you are still standing next to each other, so right now there's enough like space on the rope in between ah, the two okay. of you that you don't get pulled into the water completely, but if Edge is going to actually pull you in the water, then that might happen, yes. I will uh, but... kill you if you do that, but that's fine. I will, I will you know what? Hola, already. I almost called you Melo there. Uh, Olaf already <laughs> said that they that they were fine, so Edge is going to untie the rope. Well, not not for now, but if we're going to walk, you can uh, get tied with me again. Yes. But it's it's fine. I can see down here. Can't you? Well, I just I I I don't want to fall. Okay, then 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 Corin is going to. Uh... Go uh, be helpful and 
Takes the rope. I got you covered, Orlan. Thank you, Crow, and you are good friends. Then he takes the rope and just ties it to uh, like a pole. Goodbye. Just ties it to a large rock and then pushes the rock into the yeah. water. And, no. and because Olam is super light right now, she can't stop it. Like she just like she's like yeah. Yeah, Olam is like like a a half filled helium balloon right now. <laughs> oh, so she would float. Well, not, there, not entirely, but... Only one way bit. to find out? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so, I mean, in the sewers, we all float. Edge, you take a look at the bodies, and um, you do find that, like, these crossbow contraptions that they have, uh, these harpoon guns, uh, are, are tribalistic in nature, but they are quite well made. I mean, uh, you begin to realize that these creatures uh, do fight underwater sometimes, and normal like attacks underwater become quite difficult. Like you, you can't really swing a hammer or a mace with all that might while you are underwater. But these weapons might do the trick, actually. What you also find is that um, one of these scum has uh, a quiver of bolts uh, with him. But um, a couple of these bolts do seem a little bit more special than others. As you see that uh, two of them are having like on the tips this sort of yellowish hue painted on them. They also seem to be like on the places where they are painted. Uh, you try to like pull it out and you see that it's still clean and all of the grime that the sewer has immediately falls off of these sorts of arrow tips. Makes you think that they might be enchanted. Next to that, um, see here. You also find that they are carrying at least a small amount of coinage that they uh, seemingly found while just patrolling over here. A total of two silver pieces and six copper. There you go. Yeah. Probably things that just got, like, fell out of pockets while people were using latrines, that sort of stuff. As you always do. I mean, oh, yeah, statistically, uh, um, water damage to uh, smartphones is uh, very often caused by toilets. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And... You also find a uh, another thing. You find that uh, each one of these uh, scum are also carrying with them a pouch that they keep on their side, which seem to be filled with uh, some sort of moss-like substance. Moss? Yep. Very, very slimy. So in the meantime, Tarush leans back against the wall next to Jack. And... How is your... How's your connection, your power? Well, uh, pretty good, but I, I'm running a bit low on, on, on Steam here. I think I have like one more big spell in me and then uh, it's only the, the small uh, magician stuff. Very well. All um. Your magic is not like oh. ours, is it? Uh, well, I, I'm not really. I don't. I don't really know um, how your magic is. 
So, uh, maybe, but maybe not. Well, if you do not know the fundamentals of it, then that alone implies that it is different from ours. How do you do your your magic thing then? Through vigorous study. Through oh no. Figuring out <laughs> the fundamentals of existence, the manipulation of reality through will and knowledge by learned practice. And cooking. Um, the two. Well, I never really had a, a cooking class, so, uh, and but I do uh, kind of I I guess know how to do stuff with reality, but I I didn't have to study. No. You look strange. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just a little uh, light in in the body, but uh, if if as long as nobody is trying to. Uh, hold on to me that I don't want to. It's fine. It's normal stuff. I just I just need to rest uh, uh, in a in a couple of hours and I, it will be gone. That's not normal for you. I grow tired. No, well, that's I I guess. Uh, but you don't you don't go up a bit. No. I don't have it with everything I do, just a couple of things. Very well. Then Coin goes, Jack, Terush, Olam, can you go on? Yes, it's fine, I'm fine. Absolutely. Yeah. It is more our contribution to further battles, which I'm worried about. But uh, if the intensity of it remains as it was just now, I <laughs> I believe we will be fine. And he knocks, he, he looks for somewhere to knock, but finds no wood. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Jack uh, just kindly points to staff <laughs> and then uh, says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much fine to uh, to go on, I think. My, my staff isn't wood, unfortunately. <laughs> Liars. <laughs> Edge also climbs out of the water with these two pouches of moss. Um, is any one of you trained in nature? Yeah, I was, I was actually gonna gonna oh, go. Um, hey, smartass! And I just throw the moss in the direction of Tarusha's face. Uh, I'm, contribute I'm, I'm, this. I'm gonna roll and see. Yeah, yeah, I think I might catch it. So Tarusha attempts to grab it from the air. Those takes. No. <laughs> and clumsily does so. Um, thank you. We'll figure something out with this. Um, can I detect magic on it? it, it uh, you can indeed. You can... Uh... I mean, yeah, fair. Obviously I can. I, I, I try <laughs> to. Um, and, and is there a magic aura from it? This actually what uh, I to ask. No. So, oh, sorry. My uh, my apologies. No, but there does not seem to be any magic coming from this sort of moss. It seems to be a, a normal piece of plant life. Very uh, good. It does, it does make you think like what the reason might be that they are carrying pouches of it along themselves. Is anybody trained in nature? Yes, me. I am. I love. I love nature. Hello. As you uh, gaze upon this mossy substance, go ahead and make a nature check for me. Oh, I love to have my good eyes back again. 
Uh, that's uh, uh tw- twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yes. Huh. You begin to realize what this might be, and you ask Jack for a moment to stop his dancing lights. And as Jack, just for a moment, lets all the dancing lights go out, you see a faint hue coming from the pouch of moss, illuminating the surrounding area. Not enough to actually be a a light source, but something that could uh, clearly be seen in in the pitch pitch black darkness. And it's bioluminescent. But what you also see is as you gaze a little bit further into the sewer system, you eventually see on the wall a small painting of a very simplistic glyph, if you will, in this moss. Okay. Do we recognize the glyph? As you take a couple of steps forward, you don't uh, really realize what this is. Um, each and every one of you can go ahead and make a perception check for me real quick. 17. Oh, 13. Uh, also 17. 17. 8. 8. 17. 17? Doesn't really anything come to mind. But it seems that these creatures were, like, tagging a certain part of the wall with this moss. Hmm. Okay. What is it? Um, do I see, like, anything that could indicate a direction or a map, a, a map or like a mappings or anything? Make a... Hmm. Just roll me, just roll me a straight up wisdom check. Just roll me oh. a d20, add your wisdom modifier. As you try uh, to like instinctively figure out what this might be. That's a four. That's a four. You don't really see any like directions you do realize that it is um all of you as you are gazing upon it with uh, 17s on your perception you do realize that it's probably some sort of like very tribalistic writing it's very simple like uh like just a, a singular brush stroke with another line through it for example so nothing all too special it's clear that that some one of these creatures probably like just put its hand in the moss and then just made a nice little bioluminescent tag sign over there. You don't realize what it might mean, per se. Okay. But could perhaps indeed be like these people leaving marks for like a route home or perhaps telling others where they need to go. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, that was that's what I was about to. Yeah. You think back uh, on your town time as a uh, as a guard, Crowen, and you remember that a lot of thieves, uh, for example, also use different tags to yeah. like, make clear which houses are there to be robbed, which places to go, which places not to go, all that sort of stuff. Could be something like that. Might just be a breadcrumb trail back to their hideout, who knows? So, Tarush looks it over as well, as he, lo- he then looks over to Crowen. Do you think it means anything? Well, it definitely means anything, but what it does mean is, for me, a mystery. 
I say, if we cannot use it to our benefit, then it might be an advantage we would want to take away from the scum. It's oh. not magical, is it? No. I don't think so. No, the moss is not magical, no. Speaking of advantages for the scum, uh, last encounter you just barely stopped before you stepped into one of their traps. I don't know if you want to investigate that a little bit or see what it what it might have done if you stepped into it. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a smart plan. Uh, Tarush is going to start using acid splash to get rid of the moss to burn it away. Uh, All right. While the rest of you uh, are uh, investigating the trap. Easily done. Uh, Crone. I think yeah. this might be your expertise, the trap. I, uh, I can't. I rather not activate it if it's an alarm. If it's some sort of alarm system, however, I can check out what it would have done and maybe disable it if I can. Uh, disabling different sort of traps and snares. What this is uh, requires a thievery check. So if you're mm -hmm. trained in thievery, you would be well in uh, in dismantling these sorts of things. But you can also just make a perception check to see. Uh, if you can figure out what it was for and what it might have uh, have done. Yeah, I'm not trained in thievery as a rogue, so yeah, make a skill figure. <laughs> hey, uh, but so I'm just going to go with a professor procession check then. Atypical check. characters for the win. Yeah. A 14 on my perception. 14 on your perception, which seems yeah. to be enough. These creatures, while uh, crafty in their own right, weren't really capable of hiding this snare all too well. Um, there's a little puddle of mud and some splintered wood from further on into the sewer system that they used as a bit of camouflage, but it's nothing more than just a, a piece of string that has been kept in place by a couple of rocks, and if you would like push them away, then the string would go up, and you follow the string all the way upward, where you can see a small, fairly badly camouflaged net, which seems to hold all different kinds of, like, sparkling pieces of glass. Okay. It's hard to say what it is exactly, because it still has a little bit of camouflage over it, but... Tarush? So as, as Tarush starts um, getting rid of the, uh, let's call it the moss DT, the crap DT, mm -hmm. um, something comes up in me. Um, it might be a bit far-fetched, but... Um, Tarush does know about soldiers and armies marking locations in certain ways after they've been scouted or uh, run through. Could I mm -hmm. perhaps try out a lore warfare check on this sign? Is that I'll... applicable? I'll give it to you. Go if ahead. If not, then that's fine. But... No, no, sure. Go ahead. Uh, that would be a oh, nice uh, 21. 21. All right. So um, as you walk up to it and you begin to concentrate your uh, acid splash cantrip, but this time holding it on just a little bit more so the globule begins to increase, 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 and then you just begin to like burst it out in a small little stream and you just begin to erase this entire tag. You indeed have some time to think about what you have seen so far. You have seen a group like a uh, expeditionary force if you will that you found in the uh, the building that you guys were investigating and now you figure that okay these creatures i know i know that scum are tribalistic creatures but it doesn't mean that they're completely stupid they might have some tactics to them and you begin to like put some things together begin to deduce that what you had found right now might very well be a like patrol 
for whatever nest or place of interest that you might be uh, looking for. And these tags might very well also be indeed like a way to make other scum known that these are still safe places or perhaps, well, they are getting more active, the scum. Perhaps they are trying to expand their territory. There's still a lot of ways that this had, uh, could have gone, but with them tagging these sorts of places, it becomes quite apparent that this might very well be some sort of patrol, giving you at least a little bit of a hint that you might get closer to uh, to one of their bases of operation, so to speak. And that were in their de facto territory. All right. Yeah. At least the place that they're patrolling. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to place our own marker to be sure that when we come back, we don't trigger the trap? Uh, I don't have a spell like that. No, but we can also just leave like a piece of cloth or uh, you could also you could also try to trigger the trap from a safe distance. Like you have yeah. you have with you now if you want to take them with you like crossbows. So <laughs> you see you see like the small piece of string you could just like take a couple of steps back and trigger the trap from a safe distance see what it actually is what it actually does. I can also just produce flames on the string if you want from it also be done. Yeah. Acid splash, all these kinds of cantrips, yeah? No. I am just afraid that the noise it will cause might draw more attention than we want to. I, might be I true, think, but I then again, the you just had a... Comp ...would have been enough. If noise is going to attract them, then the noises from the fight would have... Yeah, Fair. what they said. Okay, go ahead, Jack. Uh, I cast Produce Flames on it from a, sea a safe distance. I can do it from up to six, uh, 30 feet. So um, I would say that we take some d nice distance and uh, produce some flames. Uh, well, if this is 60 pounds of TNT, we're in trouble. <laughs> well, you, you take a look up there and it seems that some sort of net that is like no more than half a meter in diameter is keeping up something over there, you figure that it's probably not the most explosive of, uh, of traps. And as you take a couple of steps back and Jack just throws a small bolt of flame at it, it just falls over there and for a second the string seems to catch flame and then as it comes loose, the small net just jettons downward a cluster of small pieces of glass, but it's not glass, it's crystal. And as they all fall on the ground, you all hear ping, 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 ping. And as all the high-pitched pings begin to like build up on each other, all the different small pieces of crystal seem to resonate as they then one by one begin to combust, if you will, in shatters of small pieces of crystal glass. A couple of these pieces actually fall in front of your feet, Jack, and as you take a look at what it actually is, these pieces of crystal do look familiar. This trap seems too advanced for the creature we just fought. This I a you're not understandable. Could you speak up? Now we can't hear you at all. The other way. How about now? Yeah, that's yeah, much better. Hey. Okay. I just said that this trap 
with the crystals and the fact that them making the noise makes them more dangerous seems too sophisticated for the creatures that we just fought. Like the uh, to be, to make things clear, the trap itself wasn't anything to to write home about. It was basically like a small trap door on the ceiling, like a net affixed, and it just fell loose when the string was cut. Yes, but the effect of the trap. Exactly, the crystals. crystals and the sounds crystals. that they made and the combustion because of the sounds. That seems too advanced to me. That seems like there's somebody with a bigger brain behind it. Well, I agree wow. with Edge because these crystals are the crystals that we that we saw earlier. I mean, this this is the crystals that we found in the dungeon oh, underneath yes. underneath Farwater. Indeed, are. I apologize. I did. Indeed, forget to per chance mention something. <laughs> um, the closet. I I spoke its language. I speak its language and understand it. Um, and it was very clearly speaking of a master. Ominous. Uh, yes. Sorry. Quick, quick question, DM, because I didn't mm -hmm. text you a question, but you haven't responded oh, to it yet. Um, because of Mama, do I speak Abyssal, or is that Infernal? No, that is Infernal. Infernal, okay. Then I would not have heard that conversation. Right now. Um, Darush? How, how come you, you can talk to them? Do you have, uh, same, same kind of blood? Oh, or... no, absolutely not. I, but... I learned it. Um, a little bit of magical aptitude, and a lot of, a lot of practice. I speak many so... languages. I speak infernal as I switch to infernal. I speak abyssal. Um, this uh... is no time to be showboating, Terush. Well, if we're done here, let's move on. But this well, is not something I have to worry about, right? You knowing their language, and we have to fight them. I. They're not friends of you. Being able to speak a certain language does not immediately make you friends or allies to the people who speak that language. Okay, okay. Now just I, checking. I, I mean, I don't like him. Do not get me wrong. I think he is absolutely irritating and needs to turn down his ego a bit. But I don't mistrust him because he speaks a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I speak. Uh, I speak Goblinish and. Do I look anything like a goblin? And Jack stands there like a green half orc. <laughs> look, do I look anything like an or like a well, goblin? I mean, a little bit. I, I believe that, aside from that, our very own Edge here has already proven that whatever runs in our bloodline does not, per se, uh, make you a bad person. Hmm? Did you just presume to know what happens in my bloodline? Well, the forked tail has implications. Oof. You have not met many of us, have you? Absolutely not. No. Exactly. So, maybe wait with your judgment until you get to know us. I believe And I, I just walk away. <laughs> So easily offended. Very well. 
let us continue. Jack just looks at Olam and Crowen and just says, Well, I, I, I think we're on our way again. Something you could re you could take note, Tarush. The less you talk, the less chances of offending someone. <laughs> hmm? Very well. I shall stick to other languages then. As all of you begin to walk forward, uh, your summoned rat, Jack, does take out an hourglass for a moment, looks at it, <gasps> realizes it's a certain time, and he just begins to crawl in one of the vents away. <laughs> is he wearing a red waistcoat? He, he, he is putting on a red waistcoat because he has some place to be right now. Uh, so, as all of you uh, continue your uh, travels, you guys were still trying to track that one scum that you uh, let out, and um, I believe that Orlam, you were the one uh, tracking it. Now that there was quite a little bit of upheaval, um, let me just see if I remember this correctly. Orlam was the one that's going to be tracking, so a survival check, please. I remember that uh, Rush was keeping an eye out for magical things with the tech magic. Crone uh, was the one perceiving and trying to keep an eye out for anything. What were Jack and Edge doing again? Edge was scouting ahead. Edge was scouting, that is. Correct. And, and I, make, um, I make light stands. Oh, right. You had yeah, your dancing I, light uh, spell to I make sure that you guys can actually travel over here. All right. uh, I uh, I am going to use a hero point. Can someone... Oh, yeah. uh, because I rolled a natural one and I don't want a natural one. Oh, shit. Do you want us to cross that off for you? Please, yes, because I forgot to open. <laughs> Boo. I know, I know. Thanks, Amunra, for the hero point. Thank you. Uh, Subsite has also won, but we'll, we'll, we'll use it later. Uh, that's uh, 15 for me. 15 on your survival? All right. And on the perception check of Krobin? Uh, 12. 12, all right. So, with that being said, all of you get into positions once again and begin to continue your travels through the sewer system. As soon as Jack gets his dancing lights back up, you take a look at those pouches of glowing mass, but with the light of the uh, globules near them, they seem to not register enough for you to be able to follow them. So if you are going to walk upon other of these tags with the dancing light spells out, uh, you won't be able to see them. With that being said, uh, you guys continue onward uh, to follow these tracks. And Olam, it seems that after a couple of moments searching, you do indeed find this very particular stench that this one scum uh, was trailing behind it with uh, the sewage dripping off of it. And you continue onward. Your travels, it's difficult to keep tabs on things but all of you you started all the way at the eastern part of uh, the dungeons base uh, sorry the sewers excuse me uh, and are now traversing further on eastward um, as you begin to travel you do realize that there is still a large amount of rushing water eventually coming from the other side over to your right uh, giving you the feeling that you are probably very close to the eastern main, to the actual river just coursing next to you. Um, and as you continue onward for a couple of minutes, Crowen, uh, keeping a close eye out, or a close ear out, I should say, um, you eventually begin to hear in the distance some chattering of these beasts, these fishmen. Blah, blah, blah. 
on different places and they just as a large echo chamber just uh like catch on one wall then go to the other side so it's very very difficult to make out how many of there are exactly but you do realize that there is a a, a multitude of these creatures head probably like it's difficult to say probably more than 100 feet away from you perhaps even like around another corner but close we were not able to stealth because of the dancing lights right well and, and because we're not stealthing in general yeah. it, was, it was a choice that you guys could yeah. make and, and eventually you opted to not do that and just keep a, a steady pace to not uh, lose your target so what now do we perhaps wish to lure them here no, I think we have to go deeper. I think we have to go find them instead of them finding us. They will hear us coming. We are... And <laughs> see us coming. Um, but I am all for it if you are. Does Kron yeah. see anything like... Uh, sorry, uh, Jack. But, uh, does Kron see anything like a, a place where we can like retreat or have a fortified position? Um, I will say, with Edge scouting out, uh, they eventually come back and uh, they can tell you at least a little bit of what is on ahead. Uh, there are basically three parallel paths that lead uh, to a certain place where the, uh, the sound is coming from, the chatter of these creatures. And all of these three parallel paths are also connected, like, uh, interlocked in between them. So there's basically like a... Uh, yeah, how would you describe that? Uh, basically just like a, a matrix of, of three paths and then connecting paths between them. Uh, okay. Eventually, however, why, uh, by like where you guys are right now, it's so far back that right here, the sewer system goes on all different kinds of directions. It is a gigantic labyrinth of all these different kinds of interconnecting paths. Now that you guys have walked through it, you can also see that the stonework from different places uh, have different ages. So all these different places are uh, built upon and built upon and built upon and built upon and expanded throughout. So there's a lot of different places where you could go. Uh, you've also kept an eye out and you have seen a couple of places where uh, metal staircases go, uh, sorry, metal, yeah, uh, ladders, excuse me, go upward and eventually might get you back to the surface at a certain point. Um, you have even seen like public, uh, well, waste receptacles where some people are just throwing their sewage water straight into a, a reverse well, if you will. So they're could be places to just run away and scatter into the sewer system. Perhaps you could even find a way out of this mess to the upside world. And those three paths, were they wide enough to fit several people next to each other? Or? Yes. Yeah, these, okay. these paths were, the, were like the same sort of path that you guys were also walking upon. So with okay. water in the middle and walkways on both sides. But with fear of getting uh, sighted or seen, Edge didn't scout all the way up to their, uh, well, gathering site. The longer we linger, the more likely the chance. Yeah, and 
to be honest, I'm kind of uh, optimistic about this. I mean, the last confrontation worked out pretty well. Um, so how about we just go head on and uh, find these uh, these scrolls? Uh, I suggest well, we have a... because if we find them, then we know then we can see their hideout, then we can scavenge and uh, see if they collected anything. Uh, I think that would be oh. uh, nice for us. Speaking of collecting things, um, one of the scum that you had just killed did carry with it two enchanted arrows. Okay. Yeah, yeah I wrote that uh, down. Like I said, uh, yeah, two but... Uh, yes, two of them. Bolts or arrows? Uh, excuse me, bolts. Crossbow <laughs> yeah, bolts. Okay, okay. Nice! Just making sure. Yeah, no, no. Uh, try, try to fire a, a, a arrow from a crossbow would be a very uh, difficult job indeed. You can always try. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys can, can identify them or something, but... Am I the only one with crossbow, or is there someone else with a crossbow? I don't use a crossbow. Well, if if Crowan is the only one with a crossbow, then Edge would have given the bolts to him. Yeah, because sure. they don't use it. I do have a crossbow, but I rarely use it. So okay, I would say so. uh, let's go to Crowan. Can I make like an Arcana check to identify the, the enchantment? You can indeed. We'll just like backtrack a little bit, see what they were. Uh, shall I make one as well? Well, I'll both people yeah. try. Yeah, uh, you, you can each uh, take one. They do seem very similar, so you figure that if one uh, if one fights it out, then the other one uh, should probably be the same. Eighteen, uh, that is enough. You attune yourself with the bolts for just a moment, and uh, you realize that they are what's the name again? Shining arrows, uh, shining bolts. So basically, um, if you fire it, it becomes a light source. Not completely sure. The name was again. Let me just flashbang. Flashbang flash bang arrows. Well, they're they're not they're not also going to blind someone. It's just going to basically turn on the lights over there where you shoot it. Lafar uh, Natar. <laughs> not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Uh, oh, there we go. Shining ammunition. Crow is going to suggest. Uh, that he goes forward and uh, sh once they get close to the hideout, shoot a shining arrow into the hideout, so I can see. Yeah. And then try to range, get the range advantage for for a moment, and then see if we get. And then Jack should take out the dancing yeah. lights when. Yeah. Then OG Jack there. and I can both switch to our shield cantrip uh, as yeah. keep so yeah. we're a bit more prepared for battle. I I, I say that's a good idea. Yeah. I, uh, I, I too. Oh. Okay. So we both start sustaining shield, and, uh, I, well, I guess combat starts a as soon as you start firing that bolt, yeah. so I guess we will, once we get I... close enough, we roll initiative. <laughs> depends, I depends what happens first. Too. Okay, but that depends on what happens first, of course. If you yeah. guys are the only light source and you walk in there, there is, of course, a chance that they will see you before you are able to, uh, yeah. to fire that bolt all the way over there. No, so yeah, I, we turn off all our lights. I, I guess we just uh, yeah. stick close to each other. Um, I will help Crowan with back. aiming. Yeah, thanks. All right. Then for the sake of this, uh, I would like all of you to go ahead and make a, uh, a stealth check to just see uh, uh, how go good you can uh, can sneak up on them. Ooh, that's a natural 18. Er, boy. For a oh, total yeah. of uh, 24. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like Edge, the one with night uh, night vision, dark vision. I, I am going to use a hero point. 
You go ahead and do that. You I have, have five. But you're a black cat. I yep. have 18. <laughs> a very loud black cat, I believe. I also have dark fish and, you know... So. You still have a hero <laughs> have Pokemon. like a racially but plus I don't 10 on stealth. <laughs> oh my god, yes, can we do that? I don't want to use my hero point on this because uh, I feel like I'm going to have to roll to find the, the guy again and I want to save it for that. Okay. Uh, oh god. The scum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what guy? Who are. I, I <laughs> Our <laughs> best friend. I was okay. just really confused there. No, but that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a nine, by the way, which is pretty decent because I have a one on my stealth, so. Hey, not too shabby. Sorry, I, I will need to hear those again. Jack? An 18. 18? Because I also need to write them down. Olam? I don't want to say it again. It's a five. It's a five. A five is okay. It's only initiative. <laughs> Edge? 24. 24. Oh my god, initiative is the most important thing you can have, so that's very good. <laughs> Crowan? 15. 15. All right, and then the artifact is going to have 99. There we go. All right, so. Did you get my nine? Uh, I did. Nice. I did. That was the first one that I. Uh, that was the first one I did here. So, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Okay. So, um, for my sake, um, what walkway of the three parallel lines will you guys uh, wanna run into? I'm taking the left one. Left it is. Left it is. All right. So, and could I also have a marching order then? Uh, me up front. Right, Crowan will me, be up front, of course. Me next to slash sort of behind Crowan because I will be helping him aim with my right. dark vision. Yeah, we also we also have two we have also have two sides, so you guys could also split up a couple of people on each side, or do you want to have like one train of people all we, the way through? We need a row where we can like have our hands on each other's backs because not right. all of us yeah. can see in the dark. Uh, gotcha, but, like, gotcha. Is it one square wide or two squares wide where we're walking it's, right now? It's, it's one square wide, okay. like, uh, and, and that doesn't mean that you can only walk with one person, because one square is still like one and a half meters, like five feet. The one square is for one square to be, uh, yeah, like, yeah, no, no, good in fighting, you know? So but, if you really want to walk two by two, that should be able, but as soon as combat breaks out, that will become a problem. Uh, I would recommend that Tarush, being the tankiest of the wizards, be at the back but in case we get attacked from the back. Sure. All right. I'm correct. Okay. Um, I was thinking for Olam to be walking in front of Crowen so I can lead the way and uh, Edge can help him shoot. Does that uh, make sense? Well, I, I think just Edge will be enough, right? I yeah, I can enough. like see where we're walking and Edge can... Oh, Edge can do as well. Oh, okay. So well, then I don't, I don't care where I'm walking. I have dark vision, so <laughs> I can, I can see. Crowan, this. That's yes. why I'm helping Crowan aim, because Crowan's blind in the dark, and I'm not, so I can just, like, readjust <laughs> him a little bit. Yeah, I was just thinking about you can, like, focus on the, the aiming, and I can focus on the walking. All right. But I don't... I, don't I think really it's care. better if, um... If it's, like, Crowan Edge, and then Jack or Tarouche, and then you, and then the last person, so that you can keep them in check a little bit. Alright. That's fine. Then we have it now. We have Crowan, Edge, Jack, Olam, Tarush. Okay. And then we have, have most most people happy, I believe. Alright, yeah. so, 
As you guys begin to walk up this path, um, you guys begin to walk forward, and eventually, in the dark, no one of you can really see, except for the two people with dark vision. An edge, you can already see that, like, in the distance of this path, you have one uh, route to the right, and then eventually, at the very end, it curves and just goes to the right as well. And there you can see that somewhere along the line you see one of these scum just sitting with his back against the wall, crossbow like lazily over the shoulder, seeming to be playing with something in his hand, just throwing it up and catching it again. Probably there on some sort of guard duty but not really realizing what's going on. And you can also see in the distance another scum but this one seems to be uh, clawed in a... Uh, different set of uh, armors where the guard has this uh, same scale mail armor that you saw before this one just seems to be wearing normal leathers uh, however it does seem to be like whacking on something and very intently working on something in his hands and you can also still hear the chatter coming from the other side but you guys uh, will not let it complete his task as Crowan you walk up and with a little bit of help of Edge pushing your hands to the right side. How far away are they? Right now, you guys are uh, the one guard that you could uh, try and hit with this arrow. Would be 10, 20, 30, 50, 60 feet away from you. Okay. So that would be normal range for your crossbow. I figured right. that you guys wanted to get like in that first range increment. Uh, or, or within the first range increment, if you can. Can and it I seems that you guys are okay. prepare an action? Mm. Is there, um, well, we have we have our wizards that are casting shield, and you are aiding, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Crowen. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I also called you a wizard for now, uh, Olam. Excuse no, but I, I, I get Abe's question. Like, in this oh. system, you can't really prepare an action before combat. That That's, right. like, you can do and, okay. a one-action thing before combat, like, like uh, upkeeping a cantrip, or in your case, scout, uh, 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 I guess scouting or well, doing aiming. You you can you can ready an action. You can ready uh, anything with one or two actions, but it also takes another action to hold, so to speak. So for example, you could hold the attack action by using a second action for that, and then you can use your reaction to do that certain thing at a certain time. However, you are also already aiding Crowen, and that will take okay. one of your actions. So right. you could prepare one one action thing, I think. If, uh, if well, was, I, uh... I, I was thinking I would just make my way as fast as possible to the scum that Crowen isn't going to shoot. Right. So, so I would um, like to use my full movement to get as close to him as possible as yeah, quickly. Yeah, that's just sketch a situation for y'all. I think that's just taking your turn at that Before point. Before we get into the nitty gritty. So... And... What? But like what that could mean, Eighth, in your case, or what you could argue, is that then your initiative is not your stealth but your athletics. Like that—that that is something you could argue by that—that that you're starting combat by running as fast as you can. But Charlie rolled pretty well then, on stealth, so she doesn't really need to. Well, uh, okay. Can you guys see this? Yeah. You can chat all to see this. So you're walking along this path. Then you eventually have a first to the right. Then we have a problem. And then we have a second to the right with another problem. But you realize that there is another one, two path, and you have no idea what's over here. 
Hey. And you do hear chatter coming from that area. So if you would want to, you could most definitely indeed sprint to that guy right over there. But with the amount of sounds that you are hearing, could be that there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a guy, who knows? So just wanted to make sure that you realize and, what information you do not case, know. In that case, I'm going to just keep it on my stealth because it's way better than my athletics. I need to yeah. do some push-ups. <laughs> Fair enough. And I will just, I'll, I will help Crowen shoot and try to be ready for whatever comes around the corner. Very well. Then... Then I shoot. You do indeed, Crowen. And I oh. need to hide a lot of places on this map. Charlie, could you, uh, perchance, mute yourself when you were typing? <laughs> My bad. That's okay, brother. Do I get any minuses or anything on my roll? Uh, right now you don't get any, uh, minuses, I will say, but for the sake of this edge, you are aiding. So go ahead and, um, make a perception check. 19. 19? Oh wait, um, Crowen, you do get a, a a very specific, because basically you are blinded because yeah. of this darkness, so we have rules for that. So what was the, the roll you rolled on your d20? The first one was to 19. 19, alright, so we will say that is the flat check that you need to make to oh, actually yeah. be able to hit him. So you are in luck, the attack does go through to the, uh, to the right piece of scum. And now again a roll, right? Yes, I knew uh, you can uh, can go ahead and roll for the attack. Um, twenty total. Twenty total. Nice. All right. So, as we move on to this beautiful piece of battle map, you, all of you, are in the uh, lower left at the end of this uh, large corridor. You can see the two side places over here and the two scum at the ready and this is exactly what you see illuminated as Crowen gets up his crossbow and the bolt with the little bit of glowing essence at the end as you begin to slowly squeeze the trigger ever so slightly the essence of magical energy over there already begins to glow and as you shoot it this whole corridor is alighted for a moment as the bolt eventually <laughs> finds purchase in the shoulder of this scum. You go ahead and roll damage for that one. It's a d10, and do I get sneak damage as well? Oh yes, you most definitely get sneak attack damage for this one. Okay. That's the two on the six, and that's, that's uh, uh, no bonuses, right? So that's nine damage. Nine points of damage. And nine is very nice. It sinks into the side of the scum, which at that moment, loses the small little toy that it was throwing up and down in the air, but it does get his crossbow at ready and just turns towards you, now blinded in the light, extruding from his shoulder wound, as he just goes... <laughs> and gives out this horrible war cry, as you can hear it emanating from a couple of the other side. <laughs> as um, they are uh, alarmed. So, at the top of the round, we will go up towards Edge and see what is going on. Uh, could I mm -hmm. use my staff to jump over the water to the other side? Um, 
I'll uh, I'll let you make a uh, athletic like shit weapon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you're Dutch. You can do that. Uh, what check? Uh, that would be an athletics for now because the the jump, the well, to jump places you need athletics. Okay. Oh, that's not so bad. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. All right. I'll say you make it. So okay. uh, you can basically use your movement to just go all the way to the other side. Awesome. But that will be one of your first actions. Right. Uh, or can I use another action to walk over there? Uh, can can you click again? Yes, sure. Okay. Uh, you can you can move your own uh, you can move your own character if. Uh, yeah, I was just mistaken. I was just checking before I moved it. And yep. I'm just gonna uh, wait here with my staff in hand in case something comes around the corner. Very well. Then, afterwards, I need to get a couple of initiative orders from our enemies in there as well. Go. You'll bear with me for just a moment. Rawr. <laughs> I get it because bear. That was that was a horrible joke. I'm still sorry. No, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not sorry at all. Right. My, this is some awesome battle music. Who wrote yeah. this? I have no idea. Could it no perhaps problem. be Charlie D to be found Could on it? Spotify? <laughs> Could it be Charlie from Charlie Spotify? Could it be? He kind of looks like that Charlie, that yeah, that one on my on my screen. Like our Charlie, who is an incredible musical genius and happens well. to have <laughs> all of the A Tale of Dice background music on Spotify under the nomer Charlie D. So go check it out. People. I think you're making Maxime jealous here. <laughs> don't don't give him too much credit there. <laughs> Uh, fun, right. uh, fun little nope. bit of trivia, actually. When I first released it, um, the uh, the publisher or label that I I had, um, like they forwarded it to Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. And apparently, there was this other guy named Charlie D because I didn't do any research. Um, <laughs> that sounds just, like you. <laughs> and they just put it under his name. And uh, his other music is, I well. It's not my taste, let me put it that way. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is he claiming my fucking music? As soon as Maxime writes another one of his beautiful, uh, slightly comic songs about this pack, I will promote the shit out of him too. But so far, nothing. So you don't get promotion. Charlie deserves yes. all, the, all the kind words towards his beautiful music. He does. <laughs> All right, Thanks. but with these beautiful tunes in our ears, a uh, small skull, if you will, of uh, school, excuse me, Jesus, of fish people are getting roused as we turn our attention to Jack. Yes. Well, hello there. Well, hello there. Uh, let me have a quick look. We are still quite far away. Yeah, yeah, right now you guys are uh, are quite far away. The uh, I will give this little figure right over here a uh, aura of uh, 40 feet. A aura of look at me! Because indeed, this guy... Can you guys see the aura right now? No. No? 
then I probably have to do this, and now you can see it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's go. a big aura. Uh, that's that's a big aura. Yeah. So it's it's I'm twenty in the feet. Aura. <laughs> it's the, it's it's a beautiful magically enchanted arrow. So it's twenty feet bright light, and then another twenty feet dim light. So right. that is the the distance that is now illuminated by only this guy with the arrow sticking out of his shoulder. Oh, and you also realize by identifying the arrow that even if it gets removed or anything, it is just like the switch is on. The arrow will always keep uh, shining this bright light for the next twenty minutes, I believe. So you guys have a nice light source. Ah, thanks. Yeah, so are we already like full on attack mode, guys? Or are we still keeping it sneaky? We're, we're mostly then come to us uh, first. In that case, like, just, I I think I just cast shield. Uh, I'm gonna have a quick look if I do any kind of spell. No, I don't think so, because all my spells need a certain range that I can't get at the moment. Um, so I kind of, uh, I kind of just settle in and, uh, and make ready for, uh, incoming, uh, traffic. Yeah, very well. Yeah. I will give you a, a nice little edge over the competition edge, because, uh, as you were just turning the corner over there, you can see that over there, there is another, uh, piece of scum just waiting to do different things. And waiting this is also one of the... <laughs> and this is also one of the uh, of the crossbow wielding like scouts, if you will. You fought them twice before now already, so you have a uh, a general understanding of uh, of what they will do. All right, but Jack, you're not you're not moving anywhere. You're just uh, staying put. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm I'm looking at the map uh, at the moment, and I think that I can I can move, but uh, it would be uh, unwise for me. Very well. Yeah. All right. Then, at the end of your turn, somewhere within the shadows, uh, there is some movement and upheaval. Uh, but you cannot see what that person is doing right now. So we move our attention to... Well, what do you know? The guy who actually got hit with the crossbow. So, he uh, uses one action to basically just scramble up. And then gets his crossbow at the ready and loosens a bolt towards... Um, Let's see here. Um, this time it's Edge. He pulls up its crossbow, not really realizing what's going on. He then sees this very agile tiefling just fetal yep over the water and <laughs> come almost Naruto running at him. So he quickly turns the crossbow and shoots towards you for a total of 19 to hit. Oof, that hits. All right. Seems that, and those are four points of piercing damage. As whew, it does graze your shoulder for a moment and gives like this nice open wound and you can already feel the crimson blood begin to drench your clothing. Uh, he then uses his last action to reload his crossbow and that is all that he can do. As Crowen. Uh, reloading crossbow, a heavy crossbow is two actions, right? Reloading a crossbow is one action, okay. and then firing is another. Because I saw on on the internet it was reloading, loading two. Oh, then then your crossbow indeed has two actions to reload it. You have different sorts of uh, of crossbows. For the sake okay. of this, we will say that these bolts will also work for your crossbow. But uh, the crossbows that they are carrying are uh, medium crossbows with reloading one. If you have a heavy crossbow, that might be reloading too, and then it is indeed two actions to reload it. 
Bug, okay, your so crossbow packs a punch. Okay, I'm good. Uh, do I feel like the enemy sees me? Uh, yeah, you, you are pretty sure that the enemy sees you. You saw him look at you, raise his crossbow towards you for a moment, and then realize that Edge is, in his perception, a larger threat, and then turn it toward them and, uh, and shoot it at them. Okay, I'm thinking... Well, Edge is not really going as as we planned, quite, quite late in again come to us, but I think I'm just going to reload and shoot. Alright. Reload. Shoot! Because you are wielding a heavy crossbow, right? Yeah. And that is a 10. A 10 to hit? Yeah. Uh, 10 to hit will miss, I'm afraid. Okay, bummer. Well, that was my three actions. Very well. Alright, so, as you are trying to pepper the competition with bolts... Yeah. Within the darkness, it seems that another uh, a couple of sounds are being able to be heard, as well as... Ah, as Edge, just around the corner, sees a third with a crossbow just begin to walk towards you. That is all that they can do right now. And alright, at which moment we... Have Tarush on deck. Alright. So, it's time to go into action. Um, and this is making me realize I should actually look up what the damn range is on my... Oh, where did my mouse go? Ah. Or electric arc? Yes, electric arc. I'm sorry, I'm... I mean, uh, no worries, no worries. OBS is messing with my cursor. Um, yeah, understandable. <laughs> Let's see here. It's uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Only 30 feet, so you will have to uh, move quite a bit upward. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, in that case, I will move... Uh, uh, I have a speed of 20 feet, so I'm going to move 40 feet up. All right. And then keep my Ooh, shield sustained, and that will be good. Okay. Very well. So you move just into the light. Yeah. As from the darkness, da -da -da -da, Tarush appears. But that is all that you can do right now. The clacking and clinging of my armored boots against the uh, stone walkways. Alright. And with that, this last uh, scum scout, scum sewer scout is what I called them, um, is also, like, his, his buddy just pushes against him like, oh crap, gotta get to work. And he tries to scramble himself up as well, so he uses one action to get up. Uh, and then... I think he is going to move a couple of feet over here to see if he can get a clearer shot uh, at you, Edge. Uh, you will have uh, border cover, though, so you have a plus two to your AC for this uh, attack. Julio? Uh, which is going to be a 13 to hit. I'll miss it. All right, so as he walks up, <coughs> the arrow just ricochets off of the stone wall and a couple of... Pieces of stonework clatter into the water below, but nothing more can be done. At which moment... Also... Alright. And then, with that out of the way... Olam, what are you up to? I am going to walk 50 feet. Mm. Uh, wait. Oh, I had this all planned out and then I didn't remember where 50 feet was. I think over here. 
Yes, it's also got... tiny on my screen. Every every square <laughs> is five feet, I think. So this is fifty like... feet. Thank you. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you, uh, we, we will uh, work it out later. But there are some certain controls that you can uh, hold your mouse, and then you can see exactly how many feet it is for every square. Yeah. Uh, the problem is that I did that, but when I wanted to move, I forgot which square it was because yeah. it's also tiny, and I'm not wearing glasses. Yeah. Right understandable. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's uh, for me. For me, it's just muscle memory at this point. But I think it's the uh, left mouse button, and then also the right mouse button once. Oh. So like hold left mouse button and then click the right mouse button once and then you can see how far it is. Anyhow, you have just moved 50 feet. And I'm going to cast shield and that's all I'm going to all do. Right. Okay, if that's all you're going to do, then, then I can't yeah. uh, give you a magic item just yet. We will uh, have to see oh? what you do in next turn. I'm sorry. Sorry. I have to be, what? I have to be honest. I have to be honest. What? All right. All right. As this is going on, in the distance, you also hear... Did that pick up? Yeah. No, it was too low? Just, just yes uh, and just no. Just, just the first, the first bit. bit. Like a very low, bassy, <laughs> bassy bass voice, if you will. <laughs> but it is it is very, like the, the other war cries, they were all like, <laughs> just random gibberish. But this one does keep like one tone at some point. And it seems to like travel a little bit further. Like, you have heard these voices before. This voice, in some certain way, was amplified by, dare I say, magic. No. With that, no, out, of the way, with that out of the way, the artifact is uh, doing one thing. Uh, oh, Nideko, nice. I will say, uh, Charlie, Romy, Romy, just a, a D20 in chat to see how good the artifact can... Uh, like, get the attention of your enemies. Alright. Oh. Uh, oh, wait. That's the wrong screen. And... Boop. And... That is a... A one. Natural <laughs> one? God damn it. All your <laughs> points are for not, nothing! At least it's not a four, though. No, no. It's I'm not sorry, a wild magic go. surge, either. Well, while the artifact just does give out a nice little wisp of uh, uh, of sound waves that then begin to apparate from the other side, mimicking the voices of one of the guards that you heard before. Hey, over here! It doesn't seem to be having an effect right now. Although, I will bank this one for, for later to see if we can uh, use it in another way eventually, because I hate that the chat did a awesome thing, in my opinion, and, and it didn't work out at all. Um, yeah, goddammit. But still, though, that, that would have been good shit. That would have been good shit. Alright. After that, however, Edge, you just got hit in the shoulder a little bit. The blood streaming from it invigorating you perhaps even more? What do you do? Definitely pissed off. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. That is within my movement, so I'm going to use one action to get up in his fucking face. Across the planks, all the way over there. And then I'm going to awack him. Alright. For the sake of this, I will let some places be known to you right now. Uh, Edge, as you gaze all the way to the other side, and all of you also heard that there was no sound over there. Oh wait, I need to reveal it, not hide it. 
There we go. There we go. So basically, this is the part of the map where you guys are coming from. Right. So we have these three different paths that walk uh, that uh, turn all the way up over here. Oh, wait, we still have a piece of darkness here, I think, don't I? Yeah. Is that better? I think that's better. Yes. Cool. All right. You're standing in the son of a bitch's face. What do you do? I whack him with. Oh a my god. Seventeen to hit. Um. Which reminds me, uh, Flurry of Blows was something that uh, Charlie just pointed out. Um, yeah, I think this is something that you always have, right, as a monk, Flurry yes. of Blows. You can use one action to make two unarmed strikes, right? It, it yes, says but... in the... So if you, uh, just, just because Charlie mentioned it before and last time you did, you used two actions to make two strikes with your staff. Just uh, so you know, you could like make unarmed strikes with your hands uh, and your tail, if you would prefer. And then you can you do two attacks in one action, because like staff slow, hands fast. Anyhow. True, but staff hurt more. Very well. And until right, so... I I throw a little a little bit more points into my strength. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I did a lot into my decks. No, no, no. But uh, unarmed strikes are with strength as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I don't have that many points in my strength, but I do have them in my decks, and the quarterstaff hurts more because I'm trained in ah, it. So okay. I get a, a little bit more uh, yeah, damage from it. Either is fine. Fair enough. Yeah. And at one point, I think you're probably going to be able to pick up a feat where you can like use third blows with your staff as well. So it's like nice stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get better at this. Nice I'm things a level, to look forward I'm to. I'm a level one monk. Whacking something in the head worked. I'ma I'ma repeat it. Worked quite well. Let's see if it happens again. This time, however, this time, however, your small little monkey familiar is like on your shoulder, very enthusiastic. <laughs> Just pointing oh, where no, you should no, hit. No, 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 no! In combat. Oh, oh no! Wait, I sorry. Nox hide is, in my backpack. Nox is gone. Nox is gone. He's yeah. in my backpack. Excuse me. All right. So, what was the two hits? Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen does hit indeed. Awesome. That's five damage. All right, you run over the plank, tuk, 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 and once again use the momentum of your movement to whack, and the head once again hits on the pavement next to it. But those points of damage are not enough to already knock it out completely, still standing. Although this time with like the crossbow without a bolt on it, um, he doesn't seem to be all that uh, threatening right now. Those were two actions. You still have one left. I'm gonna try to whack it again. Mm. More uh, wackiness. Do, do I have to? I have to apply the penalty on my second attack, right? Right. So yeah, minus yeah. five. Okay. Let me I just believe. grab that little. Uh, no, because uh, my quarter staff is an agile weapon. Oh, so nice. So only four. a minus four. And that's my modifier. Sick. Oh, that's a nine. Mm, nine won't be enough, I'm afraid. So this time, after the first whack. Hits him straight across the temple. The second whack, you pull your staff up once again, and this time he just pulls one of his claws up and catches your staff in midair, pushes it away. <laughs> Doesn't seem all too happy to be assaulted by this uh, group of intruders. All right. After Jack, we are upon you once again. That is uh, very much true. So I had a quick look. Um, I am I am sad to say that I have to use two actions for this. 
but oh um, I oh that's Corowan. <laughs> Can I actually move myself? Or let me have you should be able to move yourself, I think. You can set yourself to play as Jack, and then you can uh, move yourself. Well, can somebody uh, place me just behind Olam? Uh, I can, will take, I will. That will take me two actions to move. Meaning that I only have one action left, which is uh, preset, but at least I'm closer. Uh, and I'm just gonna, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna cast uh, shield again. Shield? Alright. Yeah. yeah. Very well. At the end of your turn, we have another piece of scum walking into the fray. Uh, that is going to be one, two, and then it is going to just jump into the water. As you can see, one of these other ones, just like the one up here, um, who is just wearing leather armor and is now jumping into the water with some sort of club-like weapon and is already <laughs> moving through the water to uh, meet all you assailants head-on. After that, our friend over here, who is still alighted, um, is going to use one action to get the arrow out of his person and just throw it away. So, let me just... Let's see here. Um, don't I have like a uh, a nice little thing there with that? Um, well, let's first do what he does next, namely reload his crossbow, take aim, and just fire at the one in front of him. So, Olam, one bolt is coming your way. Uh, that is going to be an eleven to hit. Oh. So yeah. yeah. Oh, you muted so yourself, honey. That doesn't hit. <laughs> so the shimmering shield of arcane magic holds tight as the arrow just boom bounces off without any problem. So while I go ahead and uh, try to fix the lighting, Crowen, what do you do? Uh, I load the crossbow with a lighting ammunition and shoot the guy again. Very well. Well, I mean, the light doesn't go out if he pulls it out of himself. No, no, the light doesn't go out. Uh, no, does it go just... into the water or does it go somewhere else? He just throws it at the side and you can now see a small little light source there. Okay, so and if I can... I'm just going if to... you can still see that, I don't need to blind him again with an... That I mean, one, right? Uh, no, yeah, no, you don't need to, you don't need to uh, blind him again. Let me yeah. just... Give me a second here. There you go. Now all of you should be able to see another yeah. aura. So it just he just threw it aside, not minding it. He's not trying to like bury it in in the the soil or anything. Okay, so I think I'm gonna do another. I'm gonna do something else it, since we can all see and I'm not that good with a heavy crossbow. I'm gonna switch to my mace and go one, two, three, four, five. That's one movement. It's also one movement for the mace, right? Uh, for the what? For uh, to 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 switch from my crossbow to my mace, I have to use one ex action, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So one, two, three. Four. Let me check. One, two, three, four, five, six. Four. Am I in range of? Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna one movement, two movement. One, two. 
I'm gonna... Then I'm gonna move even closer to... Uh, yeah, uh, trying. I'm using my last movement to get... Uh, yeah, to, to, to get to that guy, I guess. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think okay. that... I'm uh, just one away from him, because I don't have enough movement to... Okay, so uh, you... Uh, so you shoot your crossbow once? No, I don't shoot my crossbow. I, you don't shoot your crossbow. I, I switch to my mace, move twice, and now I'm here. Okay, cool. Uh, you move twice to get over there? I'm pretty sure, because I yeah. was pretty okay. far away. Okay, fair enough. Alright, then... As your turn ends, we have... This figure right over here, who is also going to try and close the distance with all of you. And he can actually make two actions to uh, get past his uh, combatant friend and just comes at you with a clock with one last attack action, which is going to be a 15 to hit. That's not enough. Oh. So this time. The wooden club comes towards you and you just parry it with your mace to the side. Just uh, bounces off my breastplate, man. <laughs> Not even impressed. Oh shit. You do, however, see another one of these creatures also come into view and get all the way over there with all of its movement. And then we also have this figure right over here who is... Let's see here. Yeah, he is just going to shoot, reload, shoot, and he is going to go for Olam and Jack. So the first one is going to come towards Olam for a total of uh, 11 to hit. No. And Jack is going to get one for a 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Nice. All right. So with that... Jack does take four points of piercing damage as a bolt penetrates your shield and does find purchase. Uh, that stings. Right. And at this moment, you can still hear some other uh, scum voices coming from the other side as well. As Tarush. We are upon thee. All right. Um, going to be a quick turn. I'm going to move uh, 20 feet this way. Mm -hmm. And, um, guess, oof, um, guess I'll be helping out, well, I can help out both Crone and Edge, let's do that. So I'm gonna target, um, both of the scum that are adjacent to Crone and, and to Edge, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna use Electric Arc on them. So the telekinetic shield Tarush has around himself starts coalescing together into this ball of energy, which he then pushes forward as two arcs of electricity split uh, in a 90-degree angle almost into two directions, passing around his two allies um, as if, almost as if they're, um, they're they're repulsing the electricity and it tries to hit the scum. All right, those are uh, respectively a 14 and a 22. Alright, so that's Under reflex uh, saves. success in a fill. So that would be... Okay, 8 damage for the fill. And half that, 4 damage for the success. And All whatever right. weakness to electricity I remember they might have had. 
no, that was only for the uh, uh, okay. uh, for the uh, save that it was uh, more difficult if they were in the water. Oh, okay, okay. Basically, gave them a minus one on their saving throw if they were uh, submerged completely in the water because, like, electricity being in water makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon taught us Thank that. You, I remember. Yeah. Right. All right. Then, after your turn, we have these two beautiful opponents as from the darkness another scum appears however this one you can see that the club that he's wearing uh, wielding excuse me is a normal club but this one seems to be vibrating in the air with some sort of magical enchantment upon it right now okay uh, he doesn't get all the way to you guys he now just stays put right over there but this one next to edge after getting whacked in the skull catching your staff just lets loose the crossbow and just goes with his claws trying to uh, get some haymakers in uh, first can Tarush still scream something at this point sure uh he screams edge crowen hold the line make sure make him go through the water if you can all right the first one to edge is going to be a 23 to hit. Ooh, that hits! Right. Uh, second one is going to be a 13. Misses. And the third one is still going to be a 14. Misses. Alright. So you do get one claw to the face for uh, five points of piercing damage. Oh. Okay. But that is all that they can do. As Olam, we are upon thee. Do your thing. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna do a Defy Lance. Julie, do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I want to watch that again. No. Nerds. Oh no, we'll um, get copy strikes. No. Uh, I am going to use uh, the Defy Lance on the one standing in front of Crowen. Alright, this beautiful person. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to do a attack roll. One. You Wait. have Divine Lance already? Yeah, it's just a cantrip. Nice. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think I might be thinking of some uh, of a different yeah. spell. Yeah, it's, it's still nice, but like... Maybe it's not Divine Spear, it's something else. Uh, <laughs> divine Spear, it, Divine Lance, Divine Beam. I, divine I Intervention. Have a, I have a rookie question. Mm-hmm. It says to uh, make a ranged spell attack roll. Do I mm -hmm. add my spell attack roll yeah, that, to that's my good. roll? Yeah, that, that's okay. so it's probably your spell attack. Yeah, yeah, that's that's plus seven for you, I think, if I remember six. correctly. Six. I have uh, six and sixteen. So uh, that's uh, tw uh, fourteen. Fourteen yes. for this small little fella right over there. Let me just check real quick. That will be enough. Nice. Nice. All right, so go ahead and roll damage. That's a three plus my spell casting ability modifier. Uh, so that's... Also three, right? <laughs> uh, six, yeah. Six. Total. All right. Then, Crowen, as this scum combatant comes running at you with the club, before he can actually try and hit you correctly, a electric arc is jetted from over your shoulder, electrocuting it, and then 
A divine lance comes piercing it from the other side, and this one is already tumbling to the ground, defeated. Sweet. And I'm going to cast a shield again. Very nice. All right. Then, in your field of vision, you can find yet another scum approaching the combat zone, as from all these different sides, it seems that a group is uh, tumbling upon you. And as all of this is going on, you begin to count that you are quite uh, heftily outnumbered. We will go ahead and take a little break. Sorry, I'm. I need to pee. We all. We all need pee. We all. Well, no, <laughs> sorry. We need to pee. We need to pee. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, so some of us are getting drinks apparently, and the other ones are going to go to the toilet real quick. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, can do both at the same time. So I'm gonna finish my right out. Well. Yeah, but chronologic chronologically though, you first get drinks and then you do pee. Yeah. Fair. I mean, chicken egg story, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Can we? Can we please, please go, go to intermission? Because I've been for we'll like back. twenty minutes already. Uh, yeah. And and in the meantime, if if you guys indeed have some uh, some nice little bonuses, uh, our heroes are outnumbered. So if uh, if you can aid them, any uh, any little piece of help is. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Now is a good oh, time a for a wild magic search where you turn us all into cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, see you guys in uh, ten past ten. <laughs> Bye. And we're back. The music, the drums of war, already starting up again. So, to quickly jump back into the game. Last we left off, our heroes, known as the pack, were tracking the cause, if you will, of a magical disease that eventually led them to the sewers of the large city of Farwater. Here within these sewers, they have found themselves their targets. A group of scum, fish-like people that live here, that in some certain way were affiliated with this magical disease, who were on the surface world trying to get rid of all the evidence of what this disease might do and who might be starting it. So. To find out more, our heroes are assailing them where they live. And while they did have the upper hand at first with a uh, nice little surprise attack from uh, Crowen and the ensuing chaos, the scum now do all appear one by one and begin to cluster around our heroes. So to see how they will survive all of this, let's take a look at... Um, Oh boy, you guys have been busy while we were gone. Um, which is good, which is good. We, we are going to need all of this. So, um, first off, we will have uh, another uh, ghost image from Nideko to see uh, if the uh, scum can be at least a little bit uh, disincentivized to attack all of you. This time, from the artifact, a, uh, a angry guard dog rushes out and turns into this green spectral beast that then begins to run towards the scum and tries to basically just scare all of them off. Charlie, give me another d20 in chat. Let's see if we can go for another natural one. This can be a natural 20. Balance will be back in the world, but... 
14. 14, ah. alright. With with a certain modifier of uh, of the chat, I will say that that would be enough. Uh, note to self, come up with modifiers for chat, like how good <laughs> the chat is. Um, so, for the sake of this, I will say that... Um, let's see here. The guard dog rushes out from the artifact and just runs spectrally over the water, uh, all the way to the right side of the map, and in so doing, it does scare away one of the uh, uh, skulk, uh, sorry, scum scouts, as this one right over here will have a hard time next uh, turn to actually get his crossbow to work, and is right now just basically bolting away from the. Uh, from the dog, at least for now. Bolting. Nice one. <laughs> Didn't even realize. Alright, with that out of the way, there are a, a lot of different things. Uh, Majo AD, a fierce attack going to Crowen, as uh, you are still uh, sort of in melee. The first one has now fallen between your feet, and a green pulse of energy invigorates your right arm and with it your mace. Your next attack is a plus five. Uh... A pulse, so everybody on their next d20 roll that they make can roll twice and take the higher number. Oh, okay. Pretty uh, good. Is that that's correct, right? The pulse we did. Uh, I thought it was plus right? five. Yeah, yeah um, I thought it. Or did we just say plus five? Plus I don't remember five. correctly. Let me check. Did we just do plus five? Plus five, it is. And makes more sense. And I am refunding the hero point for methadine, so they can uh, use that for someone else. If someone they want. else. And after the guard dog is uh, trying to scare away one of these uh, scum, a group of guard begins to charge up behind the party. So uh, for the sake of this ghost image, Charlie, go ahead and roll me another d20. All right, uh, here we go. Boop. As this marching band of guards will just try to scare and frighten the, uh, the different scum. That would be a seven. Uh, although I'm afraid that with seven that won't be enough right now. So the artifact does create a couple of these uh, spectral guards that then slowly but surely begin to form and begin to march forward through the sewer system. But right now they don't seem to coalesce all that good together. So they just seem to be a little bit too uh, flimsy as of now. But we will see what happens later on with them. Um, as well as uh, another sound that still emanates from the other place, namely the uh, ghost sound from uh, uh, Nideko, I believe it was, previously, that still echoes from there. Um, I will say that together with another uh, ghost image invested in it, that this scum right over here is just going to opt out of staying right over here and is going to look over there when his turn comes. However, as all of this is going on, you still hear one voice of one of these fish people emanating from deeper within the network. Ah, fuck, why doesn't it take it up? That same monotonous sound, monotonous? Monotonous. Monotonous sound, monotonous sound still echoes throughout the entire cavern system. But... As that is completed, Edge, what do you do today? 
Uh, well, since Tarouche yelled at me to try to get them in the water, I am going to try to uh, grapple this boy and throw him into the water next to me. All right. Um, do you want to grapple him and then throw him, or do you basically just want to try and push him away? I, I think it would be easier if I try to use my staff to kind of like hook it behind his head and just like right. make a move to make him fall into the water. Very well. Then that will be an athletics check against his reflex DC to <laughs> see if you can uh, can push him into the water. You have a pulse. Okay. You do have a plus five on this, yes. Awesome. Okay. I'm gonna use uh, my uh, one of my hero points to re-roll that because that was a natural two. Ooh. That's much better. That's a natural thirteen uh, plus four for my athletics is seventeen plus five from the pulse is uh, twenty-two. If my yeah. math is correct. Nice, and that'll be enough. So with the staff between the wall and this guy. The pulse emanates throughout your arms and your staff. <laughs> With one deft movement, the scum tumbles into the water next to you, falling prone on his side. This one is dead, by the way. Well, let's get rid of that guy. Please, if okay. I do this, and there we go. Yeah. I'm gonna use my second action to throw an elemental wrath at this motherfucker. <laughs> another natural two uh. <laughs> so this one is going in a timeout all right so as you throw one of the scum in the water the electrical energy coalesces around your arm and as you try to blast it away you just blast it against the wall in between you and him no harm done just yet uh I, do i have an action left i, I think i believe so yes okay then i'm i'm gonna try again all right Oh, that's way better. It's a 16 plus 7, uh, 30, 23. Uh, one, one, one thing, though. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for interjecting. Your Elemental Wrath also counts as an attack because you're making an attack roll. So, so you do need to... Uh... The multi-attack penalty does apply. Okay, so 23 minus... Is it five. then a minus 5 or a minus 4? Because... Minus 10 because your yeah. chip also counts as an attack. Or your oh. shove. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I only oh. just... Okay, so that that would be like in the in the second line of yeah, the the like, thing then. So that's a minus ten right now. And and with that the twenty-three becomes a thirteen, 13. I'm afraid. Right. And that still misses. The electrical energy dissipated from your first blow against the wall, but after that, this scum that is standing behind it, seemingly knowing what is coming next, he pushes himself against the wall as the second blast <laughs> just passes by him and he quickly gets up with the club to get in your face once again but not before jack is having his turn yeah so i'm uh can i get a quick catch up uh did, what kind of resistances did these uh scrum have uh, these guys didn't seem to have any resistances except for uh the uh the one guy that you fought uh in the house, who had resistance to cold damage. Oh, okay. That might be a racial thing, that also might be a thing from him, because he did seem like a, a sort of leader kind of guy. These, all these uh, critters seem to be a little bit less capable than the than the big guy that you fought upstairs. 
in that case, let's uh, give it a, uh, a, ch uh, a but try. If you wanna, yeah, but if you want to be safe, cold damage, probably not the best thing to use because you saw that one of them had to resist. I don't know if you have like different damage types in your repertoire with your uh, yeah. injuries. Now, in that case, uh, let's play it safe and I'm going to produce flames. Um, I think I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to cast that towards the one standing just next to the uh, lightning bolt, to call it. Uh, uh, yes, very well. Yeah. Uh, Let me have a quick <laughs> yeah. look in that case. So the one that was uh, was charging edge as of tonight, as of right now, literally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's also Blondo. the sound it makes. Uh, oh, that's actually going to be great. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a 24 to hit. 24, nice. That is yeah. a critical hit on this motherfucker. Yeah, that's uh, very proper. Uh, let's have a quick look. 1d4. No, I have to A critical, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's... Uh, Five plus. Ooh, that's actually uh, that's thirteen points of damage. Thirteen points. Yeah. Damn. One hit KO. He had himself perched against oh. the wall to dodge the electric energy from Edge, but this time, as he's perched against it, you just look in awe. Um, the flame so hits him square in the face. He begins to run a little bit and then falls forward into the pond. But his unconscious body, or his dead uh, body, I must say. So because there, uh, can we say that there's like this little fire still on his back? Because uh, because I uh, did a critical hit, he also get persistent uh, fire damage. <laughs> In that case, the body is still there and just just burning up slowly. He like tries to get the flames out, but quickly just succumbs to the power and then. And, just lies there. And because it's smoldering, dead, it cannot make uh, saving throws against the fire, so it will remain on fire forever. Forever. <laughs> forever. It like and especially, in, in especially in those those dirty sewers just filled yeah. with, with oils and such. And gas. Yeah. <laughs> and gases. <laughs> Alright. Nice. Two actions yeah. well spent. Um and the last action is actually uh, this is a rare spell that you probably haven't heard of. It's called Shield. Ah, uh, bling, bling, and I cast it on myself. Yeah. There, there's only one target uh, <laughs> you can use it to. So, uh, all right. As your turn ends, this scum right over here is going to swim over here, and then swim again, and then is just going to try and hit you on your ankles. Uh, and let's see, yeah, Olam is the one closest, so Olam is uh, going to get a, uh, a hit in, uh, which is going to be a 14 to hit? Um, actually, no. No? No. So, yeah. this scum quickly begins to, like, as a shark through the water, comes quickly towards you, and at the very end he gets out, but just bounces off of your shield spell. No harm, no foul. At which moment, the uh, one standing in front of Crowen is going to, uh, let's see here, he had his crossbow reloaded, so he's just going to, like, point-blank range at you, Crowen. <laughs> gonna try. try you. Uh, which is going to be a 15 to hit. 
that's not enough. Bing. And as it ricochets off of your armor, as a free action, he just lets the crossbow go, takes a step, and goes in for another attack against you with his claw. For a god damn it, I am rolling so fucking low. Um, that is a uh, ten to hit. Yeah, that's not gonna be it. Yeah. That's not gonna work. I I, I feel like your uh, uh, your cursing is a bit offensive to all the other gods. Gods, damn it. Gods, damn it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about myself, Charlie. I am God. I am oh, God. in that case, fair there's enough. but one. There's but one dungeon daddy. Oh wow, the cringe is very strong with this. Oh, one. Let's go to you, shall we? Okay. So I've got a fierce attack, which I'm gonna unleash on that little guy. See mm -hmm. what happens. Uh, does a seven? Okay, okay. Uh, seventeen hit. Seventeen hits. Yeah. Thanks for the fierce attack. I needed that one. So as your hit. mace, as your mace tries to hit him, he tries to parry your blow, but with the fierce attack, it comes through. Bam! Win. Max damage. Ten damage on that bastard. Jesus. Yeah. And another one bites the dust. They just. Okay come running at all of you, but one by one they are just mowed down by the onslaught of all of you. Okay, mowed so down! Mowed down! Get in the Jabba! Get in the Jabba! <laughs> I'm gonna go right. with... Uh, um, I think I'm gonna go... The the one on, in front, uh, further up on the map has an enchanted mace, right? That is correct, yes. So I'm gonna use my special feat called Your Next to basically, after I knock someone down, I can intimidate someone else with a plus one. And mm. since I have intimidating there, I don't need to be able to talk their language, so I'm just gonna throw. No, you don't. And you don't need language to make sure that they know that this mace, like you have a little bit of blood dropping from the mace, and you just point it at him. The and... mace wants more blood. <laughs> All right, let's see. Go ahead. It requires fishy sacrifice. Uh, I think a 13 won't be enough, though. Uh, 13 will not be enough, however. He looks at his own club, still enchanted by whatever magic it uh, it had. And um, no, it seems to prefer its own club over your mace. So he's still yeah. um, hey, running at all of you. All right. Um, that was your entire turn? Yeah. All right, then... At the end of your turn. Oh wait, I still have another turn. Sorry, I still oh. have another action. Uh, okay, well then, then what do you do with it? Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, one, two, three. Can I get? Uh, I, oh, this is maybe the smart. I'm gonna help out Jack. Since I think I'm gonna go there, basically. All right. So you, you just. You you say you're next. Then you turn your back to him and jump into the water. <laughs> Which makes sense why it didn't work. Like you're next, but not right now or hey, reasons. Later. <laughs> you're you're later. So, okay. And then you just jump into the water. But you are now in a uh, in a flanking position with this other scum. So at least its uh, its attention is divided between all of you. Yeah. All right. Then this scum right over here is going to walk away over here. And going to walk away over there. As he is still being like harassed by this spectral green dog that got summoned from the artifact. Uh, and that is all that he can do. As Tarush, you now do have two nice targets within the water. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, so this is uh, perfect. Uh, the other one is lying on the ground. 
Um, but that doesn't really matter for the reflex save. So, Tarush, um, well, just, actually, just a little happy nod. Uh, actually, Edge. Oh, yeah, sorry. Let me, let me just uh, uh, check real quick because Edge knocked him down, so he is now prone. Yeah, prone um, is an AC penalty, but not reflex saving throws, I think. Uh, Same so penalty right. to attack rolls. Uh, flat footed, is, I think, is also for reflex saves. Oh. To AC. No, it isn't. Why yeah. not? Eh, it's 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 That's all right. weird. I thought it was. No, I guess not. So Tarush nope. starts chanting draconic words as once more he gathers energy into his staff, and then it flies into his hands, uh, his left hand in the form of this 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 bubbling orb of electricity, and he shoots it forward. So yeah, nice. Save against me, baby. All right, so. God damn it. The little one, I, I really thought like, okay, now I have a, a bunch of bad guys. They can actually do some stuff right here, but um, apparently not. So uh, get ready for the next encounter to be twice as hard. Uh, no, but a 10 on the on the small guy next to uh, all of you. Okay. And I am not making this up. This is a natural one. Nice. Like I have, I... A super fail. <sighs> we'll get there, Walter. We'll get there. Excellent. Okay, but uh, so the, the one in the water has a critical fail. And a 10, I think, is a normal fail? Yeah, correct. All right. All right, so that would be... Okay, that's a 2, um, so 6. 6 damage on the normal fail and 12 on the critical fail. All right. All of them are still alive, or both of them, I should say. Oh, right. no, wait. The uh, the one that was in the water already got his hat smashed in by uh, Edge's staff. So with that, as he falls into the water, Edge, you look back and you... Maybe find a little bit of comfort in the nice little tag team that you and Tarouche just did, because just as his body hits the water, he coalesces electrical energy and unleashes a powerful bolt that... Edge feels disgusted. <laughs> no. Well, this, no, isn't, I... this isn't even the grossest I've seen, trust me. No, 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 I'm talking Today. about our teamwork here. <laughs> <laughs> All is fair in love and war kind of fair idea. Enough. I mean, I still don't like you, but that was awesome. All right. So um, I still have that pulse, and um, I think I'm gonna make a d20 roll then. So um, I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use my uh, the pointy end of my staff, which is a spear, and mm. I'm gonna use it to try and stab the guy, the little scum that I just electrocuted. And well. see if I can maybe do something with that, because I have a surprisingly decent strength modifier. You All do right. have a minus five, right? Sorry? You do have a minus five, right? No, because... Plus, plus five. Um, no, no, uh, Vincent uh, means uh, because I just used the spell. The interesting thing is, with spells that require others to save, they don't have generally don't have the attack trait. Oh! Okay, nice. So, uh, in this case, no. No penalty. That's why it's a nice combo, and I rolled an 11. Will I... You know what? No, no, I think we need the... I'm gonna use the hero point here and see if I can maybe turn this into a crit. Oh, dear. Ah, and maybe I will. That's a natural 18. Uh, so that would be 18 plus 4, 22 plus 5 is 27 against this guy. Oof. I don't and know it will indeed. Oh, well, he, that this even so, it's still a critical hit. Right now, you're not flanking, but you don't need it with yes. 
the pulse invigorating you and you stab like where do you stab him because he is now like uh in the water so you have to jab him like downward do you want to get him straight in the head do you want to get him in the neck uh, is he that damaged already <laughs> he's dead dead is what he is nice i didn't even roll for wait wait i still want to roll for damage because that's a six on the die <laughs> oh sorry uh, he had, like, i was so enthusiastic these... i dropped my mic now these 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 small guys don't have too much hit points. You you figure like perhaps you have heard of uh, of simple goblinoid creatures. You get a little bit of a feel of what kind of level these creatures are, and you're figuring no, like minus one zero. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Oh my god! I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Uh, no, no. I'm afraid he would be still able to make death saving throws. It's okay, not like okay. his total HP in the negative. All right. No, but so what Tarush does after he casts the spell, he just lifts up the spear and just uh, right down to the top of it, he just slides it down, lets it slide down his hand as it just uh, completely penetrates the scum's head down down to what might be its neck, and then he just pulls it back out, uh, oh. surprised at the effectiveness of what he just did, kind of. Crowen, Crowen, as you jumped into the water, you see the scum just pivot towards you, and as he is facing you, the spirit just comes into the head and is pushed through it and then you can only see the fish mouth just like gape in awe and through the mouth you can now see the glistening piece of sharp metal as the spear has pushed itself into the mouth cavity and then Tarush just pulls it out a globule of blood and ichor and other brain matter perhaps just coalesces in the mouth as it also drops underneath the, uh, the small waves that you were making. All right, Tarush. I believe that was a, uh, a a good turn, but now it has ended. Is that correct? Sorry. Five you, yes, yes, yes. Yes. That no was worries. No worries. All right. Then, at the end of your turn, however, the enchanted scum does run up towards uh, you, Edge, because you uh, tried to electrocute uh, his friend, and he uh, he didn't quite like that. So, let me just. Real quick, check that for a second. Uh, there we go. All right. Yes. Pick your time. Okay. Awesome. So. Um, <laughs> Walter will remember this. <laughs> first attack coming in. First attack coming in for a total 20. Hits. Hits. And the second attack coming in for a 13 to hit. No. All right. So as you see the scum run towards you, his weapon zooming with some sort of sonic energy, the first strike, he doesn't come at you around the corner. No, no he goes through it. He pushes the club against the stonework and the vibration just shatters the rock and then you see the club coming towards you hit you in the side of the head doing uh let's see here that is eight points of uh bludgeoning and sonic damage towards I'm you down yeah. oh, oh shit. i had Ooh. seven i had seven left all right so with that edge is knocked unconscious 
In that case, the uh, second attack will not go towards Edge, but go towards Crowen, as he is uh, another target. So let's see how that goes. Uh, but that's even lower. That's a 12 to hit. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 However, what you did realize is as he hit Edge, like with the hit, the zooming just got a little bit louder and a little bit higher and more intense. As oh, the second geez. hit just evaporates some water. Mm-hmm. All right. As that deed is done, we turn towards Olam. I do believe that, uh, by the way, uh, one of you still has a healing potion on their person. Somewhere. Yeah, you found one in the uh, in the yeah. house, I believe. So uh, someone still has a healing potion if you guys want to use that on Edge, for example. Yeah, that would be a good thing to do. It's not right. me, so I'm just going to Divine Lance again. All uh, right, so you're going that. to Divine Lance the, the guy who just knocked out Edge? Yes, the bastard, yes. Seems uh, appropriate. Right. Yeah, I want to do the guy that was in front of us, but he's already dead, so you know. Yeah. Uh, that's a 23. 23? Yes. Damn. That's almost a critical hit. Not exactly, but no. almost. Whoa. Lauter, could you restart the music for me? I can and I will. Uh, I, I very much appreciate the sentiment of, of an almost critical hit. <laughs> as, long, as, as long as you feel it, you know, that's it. I important. feel it that's in important. my bones. Right. You, you should be in my soul. You should be more like Vincent in the first uh, episode and have a lot of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn Basically. me and my dice without luck. Do more luck having. Yeah. Uh, I uh, deal uh, five, five damage. Five points of damage, still though. As you see, this is one of the uh, club-wielding scum who uh, who was just like wearing leather armor, working on some things here. They do seem to be uh, less intimidating as the uh, the scouts with the the crossbows that you fought before. But still, five damage is not enough to uh, to knock them down just yet. Those are two actions, I believe, for your. Yes, uh, I'm going to cast shield again on. All right, the the impenetrable fortress of three wizards. I like to to think that I can like see all of you like the the different shield spell aligning each other, uh, con- interconnecting and just boom, 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 all the blows ricocheting off it from it. Good shit. All right, there is one last scum right over here that is also going to try and move in. Uh, seeing that uh, an enemy is just felled over there, he is going to use one move action to get over here, then a second move action to get over here. But uh, do not be mistaken, he is in the water next to you, Crowen, so he just dives underneath it. And then from underneath the water, the claws are going to try and find purchase within you. So, uh, sorry, the club is going to come above the water and try and hit you for a 21 to hit. That hits. Alright, then you will take 6 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, damn, man. As a nice little hit, he comes from underneath the wave. And the club hits you right in the temple. Oof. Didn't really anticipate how fast this fucker was. Yeah. But speaking of fast, that is all that he can do for now. And I see that, uh, Crowen, you have a nice little haste as the artifact invigorates you and increases your movement speed by quite a bit. Uh, I believe it was 20 feet or... What did we say? It was just double. Oh my god, I forgot to... 
at the the plus five on my d20. Oh shit! The pulse! Yes, oh. so it oh. would have been a uh, crit then, right? Yeah, so that would have been not five, but ten points of damage. Okay. Nice. And the haste is a 25 foot uh, speed bonus. Alright, so you have basically double movement speed right now, uh, Crowen. The okay. 10 damage, however, although the lance does strike through his entire person and you can see him winded, the mace, oh sorry, the club in his right hand still pulsing with the sonic energy is enough to invigorate him once again. He's not letting go. 10 hit points was not enough. Okay. But he doesn't seem to be doing so well. Alright, so, I believe that was the only thing for now of the artifacts. And we do have yep. a couple of hero points. Oh, and Crystal, you have been fed also. Like a half an hour ago. Yeah, I already did that. That was at the oh. beginning. Um, Very well. I'm sorry, I didn't... Yeah, Bowder. Uh, I was just checking! <laughs> no, he's doing... I want to eat again if you want me to. You I know. think we all want to eat. I have these delicious super sour Skittles. Look at them! I mean, I, I got those mini mini Oreos. <laughs> like double mini, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> actually uh, reminds me of the, uh, the office, that moment where they have mini cupcakes and Kevin is like, but cupcakes are already tiny cakes. <laughs> yeah. Where will it end with you people? <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Such a spirit animal. Ooh, thank you, Sean Kaisey. My Patronus <laughs> is Kevin. He's <laughs> <laughs> just standing there eating. <laughs> mm. All right, so... The most dramatic oh, no. piece of... Uh movie film history is uh, Kevin dropping his chili. Oh, yeah. That is, that is very sad. It's very sad. Oh, yeah, that is so right. hard to see. <laughs> However, what all of you also see is that from the shadows, now the humming voice of this one scum does make itself apparent to you. You see in this, this hunched form uh, wearing tethered robes of uh, like some old forgotten um, like purple cloth around himself wielding a staff that uh, seems to be just a simple piece of iron that it probably found but protruding from the very top a small collection of grown crystals he takes a couple of steps and the humming continues but this time the humming doesn't seem to be damaging you but as he casts soothe <clears throat> The wounds on his uh, friend over here do seem to oh, heal God up a little it. bit. We have a healer! There we go. He's not on our side! Let's see here. Right, so that's going to be... Okay. As a couple of the wounds do heal back up from this one scum over there. But that is all that he can do right now. After which... We are back to Edge. Edge. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Edge, you are yeah, I have to somewhere else. Throws. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when you get knocked down, you get knocked down all the way to uh, just before the one that knocked you down. Okay. In the initiative order. Um, so right now we will have to wait for you and your death saving throws and go on to Jack. All right. Oh, that's a nice beginning, by the way. That is actually. Uh... Yeah. But it also gives your, your party members more time to uh, perhaps get you back on your feet. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. 
Um, as the round starts, uh, we will have to uh, decide, however, who was carrying the uh, the healing potion. If Jack was being the guy who's the no who knows the most about medicine, we could say he's the medic of our team. And as Maxime is also the one that keeps track of uh, of all of the loot. If nobody has has claimed this potion, I will yeah. say also, uh, also that Jack. That is very much true. I also think it was Jack that gave me the healing potion in the first episode. Yeah, so enough. Healing potion. Yeah. It is on your person, Jack. Um, let's say that I, if I would uh, uh, move myself to uh, just above the uh, scrum that is attacking Edge. Mm -hmm. Would I be able to administer medicine to Edge? Uh, if you were standing right over here, you mean? I will yeah. say that you would be able to administer to Edge. Uh, it would leave you open for like attacks of opportunity, but you, like, by looking how the flow of combat goes, these creatures don't seem to be like combat savvy enough to have those abilities. So you feel yeah. like the one scum that is standing right here over Edge's uh, unconscious body is was very close to death, and as you are having your turn, he's basically healed up slowly, so that would give you enough of an opportunity to get there and uh, yeah. and uh, put in the potion, yeah. if you so want. Yeah. In that case, uh, oh, what did uh, Charlie want to say? For reference, you can like administer first aid to stabilize Edge, but just feed him the healing potion is, is probably the better option. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, in that case, that's what I'm gonna do. Can somebody move me? I I still can't seem to Very move well. myself. Uh, so, how many feet of uh, you have? Fifty feet of movement. Uh, for twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So so this is twenty feet, and then you need another thirty because ten, twenty, thirty because of difficult terrain to get there. So you have exactly enough movement with two move actions to get all the way over there. Cool. That. Uh, and then I use my last action to administer the potion. Uh, All right, so Jack, you have been keeping up this uh, shield spell for quite a long time now, but now you let it go and you just begin to run one hand in your pocket to get the healing potion out. You jump into the water, wade through it, pull yourself out on the shore and uncork the healing potion and just throw it into uh, the gaping mound of edge. Blech. Yeah. Gaping so mound, even. Gaping wow. Mound. Damn. No, I, I meant mouth, but um, mound, <laughs> mound might also be effective. Wrong end of the body, Jack. <laughs> we just have to administer potion. This is a medical exp uh, thing. Right. What do I have to roll for this? I'm um, just looking it up. 1d8 healing points. Ah, cool. That's two points. That's, two points. I'll take it. Really good. That's infinitely times the ones that they already had, so... So, for, for reference, Abe, um, you yeah. also have the Wounded One condition now. Okay. Yeah. Which is not good. Basically, every time you get knocked out, you are closer to death. And yeah. if you're knocked out knock by a critical down. hit, you become wounded too. But that wasn't a critical hit, right? It was a normal... No, uh, you were... Yeah, it was a normal hit. Yeah, okay, normal. okay. Um, and that would conclude all the actions that I've had. So, right. um... After if I move up, do I flank with uh, with Edge, even though she's uh, they they are prone? Um, uh, I'd say uh, it's a little bit difficult. Technically, yes, because technically Edge yes, yeah. Edge right? is back up, so uh, I will say as Edge is being fed the healing potion, 
they quickly realize that they are still in combat as they come back to consciousness. So they grab their staff and already begin to like uh, be in combat with this one scum. So yes. Yeah, okay, let's go. That's a 23 hit, I think so. But 23 does hit, yes. Does it critically hit because he's flat-footed? Uh, wait, yeah, with the flat-footed condition, that does become a critical hit. Okay, so that's 5 plus 4 plus 6. 15 damage. And, and, as, the soothing, and as the soothing energy slowly but surely began to... Close up the wounds again, Crowen, in your hasted state, you play whack-a-mole, like... And the scum just... Isn't that the collapses. scum that he told you're next? Yeah! That's yeah. so perfect. That's so perfect. Oh, he fell! So he was next. So he technically was next. Somewhere yeah. in the line. Somewhere, somewhere, some... The universe just shifts a bit more to correct. <laughs> <laughs> the cohesion of the universe increases by a slight amount. And right. with my last action, I'm gonna go with your next again and just point at the uh, scum next to me and just say, You're fucked! And I roll, I'm gonna roll a hero point because fuck it, I don't wanna fail again. <laughs> Does, uh,. 17 uh, managed to intimidate him. 17 does become enough, so for a moment this scum actually learns common and says, Yeah, I agree, I am fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alright. That will be your action. So, yeah. at the end of your turn, um, another, uh, the green scum scout does now once again appear, but as he walks towards uh, the spellcaster, he just puts his hand on the spellcaster's shoulder and begins to <laughs> and begins to pull the spellcaster away. As the spellcaster now also, you can see he is like making uh, like the uh, the attention clear to move away from all of you as of this moment. Okay. But not before we have another turn for Tarush. Um. All right. So. So one thing I'm thinking, I, I want to make a mental note. If that takes an action, that's okay. I want to take a mental note of that spell, one of that spellcaster's pieces of equipment, like his staff or his armor or something. Just in case, sure. just in case I want to use my scroll of lo uh, locate. I'd say I'd say you don't need to use an action for that. Like it's uh, it's already like ah like things with perception. I also I always find it quite. Like yeah, rude no, to that. pick up your actions for that. No, no, you, you can look. You're looking the entire time. That's fair. Well, um, so in that case, I, I have that little mental note. Um, and after that, well, let's just start off. I'm, I'm going to acid splash the uh, scum right, right next to Crowen. All so right, so. I, this, this energy gathers between my staff and my left hand again as this blob forms in front of my face, which then pulses forward, and I need to make a spell attack roll this time. Eh. Uh, do I have... Nope, no hero point left. So that's going to be a 10. Uh, which 10, I don't 10 won't be enough, no. Enough. I guess my uh, streak has to end somewhere. <laughs> He's still in the water, and as the acid splash gets charged up, he quickly darts beneath the waves once again, and the acid dissipates 
over the sewage. Um, in that case, I'm just gonna do a mild bit of tactical movement and head over here. All and right. That would be my turn. Very well. At which moment, Edge, <gasps> back in action, hurting like hell, but back in action. Um, I'm I'm gonna uh, check my backpack real quick and ask. Uh, está bien, Pequito? And and see if Nox is okay. Okay, he's yeah, okay. Although he does also do go a little bit like because you yeah, do realize that you sorry, fell on your back. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, and and then I'm gonna uh, reach my hand into the water uh, towards the the dude under that walking plank and mm -hmm. do an elemental wrath. All right. Thirteen plus seven is twenty. Ooh, yeah, that'll be enough. Go ahead and roll damage on that one. Uh, two on the die. Do I add anything to that? I believe your charisma modifier. Then that would become a six. Nice. All right. So, as the acid splash just missed this uh, one piece of scum, and the acid itself is dissipating and getting diluted by the sewage water, you. Uh, roll over, beginning to charge your electrical energy, and as soon as the scum comes back up, you just blast him right in the back. He gets pushed forward a little bit by the electrical energy, still standing slash swimming, though. Um... Edge is still prone, right? Yeah, you're still lying on the ground. You would uh, have to use an action to uh, to stand up. Just making yeah, sure. I'm, I'm gonna get up. Get up! Uh, and uh, <laughs> quietly what? to myself, say a little prayer to Avandra. I mean, you could because we and... could sure use a healer right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're low on HP. That's fair. I, I have two HP, bro. Try and grab that spellcaster. <laughs> I'm. I'm that That's smart. Like a bad idea Edge. as I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, no, Edge is, Edge is tapping into self-preservation here. Uh, it's not going to take much to, to knock me down again. You could uh, you could try to retreat a little bit, get around a corner, for example. Um, like stand opposite to Tarush or something? Yeah, You'll be yeah. yeah like, like somewhere over there or over yeah. there. You're not in a direct line of sight with I'm the spellcaster. I'm indeed going to be right there. Well. I'm just uh, thinking we might want to be a bit more descriptive about where we're standing for our podcast listeners, as, yeah. I'm, as we're saying this. Very true. Where? All right, I will... For our podcast listeners, I am now standing directly behind Jack. <laughs> now let's let's just do this encounter again, but this time really, really... <laughs> let's do another three hours. No, but that's, that's, a, good, uh, that's a good thing, uh, Charles. However, this will be the end of, uh, of Edge's turn, as Olam. Okay, so I'm standing roughly 45 feet from the healer. Uh, <laughs> that means that I can't use, use my Defined Lands, but I have a feat that's called Widen Spell, which I'm going to use. Uh, okay. And it's one action to use Widen Spell, and two to use Defined Lands. So now magic. I can try to kill the the one that's forty five feet from me. All right. Okay. Yes. 
Was that descriptive oh. enough? Very well. <laughs> so as, as Olam is standing there, her fur twinkling with the different starlight, you once again conjure up this lance of divine energy, but this time you quite literally like widen it up as you pull your hands outward, the lance gets extended, and this time this gigantic ballista, if you will, of divine energy is thrown towards the spellcaster. Go ahead and make your attack roll. You can do it! Um, that's uh, 25. Yeah, 25 will hit. Not a critical hit, though. Oh, dang it. Dang it. You can't have it all. Ooh, but I do want to have it all. Understandable that you do want to have it all, but you can't. I will not allow you to have it all. A 3 plus a 3 is a 6. 3 plus 3 is indeed 6. So with this, as you jetton that the gigantic divine lands at the spellcaster, he, still with his hunched over back, just pulls up one hand a little bit and just takes the brunt of the blow and you can see him look at his hand a little bit not really all that pained but just fascinated by what you did trying to ascertain what you actually did to the spellcaster and you begin to realize that while the rest of all of these scum were pushovers so to speak this one does seem to have um, a little bit more um, oomph to it it has an aura around around its avatar which is well, a different <laughs> color from the other ones <laughs> well it's 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 a spellcaster but there's only like one picture of scum in the nah, in the no no I, to I, to I totally get it <laughs> <laughs> no but there there isn't there isn't actual aura there's not like he he had a shield spell up or something it's just like you did 6 points of damage against this guy but 6 points of damage doesn't seem to matter as much to him as it does to the other ones too bad all right that's all thank you as this happens, <laughs> as this spell, as this happens, the spellcaster just does like a couple of words in this weird fish language. As this one last scum in the water just comes up and just goes berserk, trying to uh, hit Crowen. That's on the word trying. Uh, first one will be a nineteen to hit. Ah. <laughs> second one will be a natural one, though. Yeah, the second one works. Third one will be a, uh, a, a ten. Nah. Right, so you do take another four points of piercing damage. Did I take damage before? Yeah. I mean, I think so. yeah, I think so. That's 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 for you to remember, my dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's just I, I'm looking at my notes. I see I have a full health, but I don't think that's correct. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, I got six. I got six damage. Yeah. You know what this so. means? You're gonna have to rewatch the entire episode and see. And correct your HP. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not correct by next week, mm. I got H HP less. It's correct now. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Stop. However, as we turn to the top of the initiative order, let's see here. Oh, nice. We have a uh, we have nice uh, fortification and shield coming towards edge as different defensive bonuses are uh, trying to keep them alive, which is very nice. However, um, as it is 11 o'clock already, uh, I think that as this spellcaster is going to go ahead and have his turn and use it to, with this other scum, just walk away Aww. and just try to leave the battlefield 
by the water as they eventually jump in and just begin to swim, the two of them. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, what do you guys want to do? Now, I don't think we are going to chase them personally, right? No. We have a tracking spell, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. We I, I, I need to heal up, guys. I can't yeah. keep fighting. Very well. Yeah. Then, for the sake of this, as this last scum seemingly as uh, one to hold the line, so to speak, to give up its life so the uh, spellcaster, who seemingly was a little bit more important, can get away together with the scout that was so uh, fragrantly scared by a apparition from the artifact. All of you knock this one scum down without much effort. And as all of you are heaving and hoeing, you turn your attention to Still a couple of humming sounds in the distance. And as you walk upward towards where the caster actually came from, I will leave you with this one last visage uh, all the way to the top of the map. Oh god, what's going on? (laughs) Ah, I misclicked. God damn it. Jesus. Here we go. Okay, you guys. No, you can't see it, can you? Nothing changed on the map. No. God damn it. Roll 20. Do it! There we go. Do it. As you see, a place where... uh, Wait, am I revealing areas? Nope. No? Why isn't this working? What am I supposed to be looking at? There we go. There we go. All the way at the top of the... Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, okay. Okay. As you find... As you find the humming of a couple of these crystals that seem quite familiar to you next to a place where uh, water from uh, outside begins to trickle through almost seeming to like feed the crystals and in between all of this a small little stone shrine is erected where you can find a sort of haphazardly created scarecrow you see oh. a, a mannequin of sorts with a uh, set of half-plate armor strewn about it with different pieces of like jewelry, gemstones, art pieces. And in the middle of this stone um, like offering bowl, if you will, you also find different remnants of burned matter as the water trickles alongside it. Sounds like loot! And as you guys walk upon this to investigate, to loot, to realize what you have just found yourselves upon, we will end today's session. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bitches. Or we all say our goodbyes, though, because I wanted to actually do this at the beginning of the session, but I completely forgot. Um, Walter and I have been invited to join a European uh, Pathfinder group for a one-shot on Saturday, February the 11th. So if you want to come and hang out with us and see what's going on, keep an eye on our socials and our Discord where I will keep you guys updated on when and where and what time this will be happening. So I will actually be a player. Yeah, you'll be a player. I'm very excited. You're already a player. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, Charlie! Wow! <laughs> Look who just made himself more experience points. If he's My the God. player, then he's losing the game. 
No, but if you wanna if you wanna see me like argue with the DM because I know it better, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. But <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Dead, I'm excited. I uh, I rarely play characters. Well, I rarely play player characters. I mostly play a, a hell of a lot of characters in uh, in games. So uh, I was just about to say. Yeah. Like that's 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 always, you dude. Don't you mind? NPCs, dude. Yeah, don't you mind uh, DMing? What you mean? Do I mind having all of the freedom and all of the different characters? No, I don't mind. No, I, I think it's okay. I rarely play any characters. You play like fifty in one in one yep. uh, one game. <laughs> Indeed. But hell yeah, excited for that, Dave. Nice. Gonna be some good shit. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, I, I will be watching for sure. And uh, I will for sure be making indecent comments in the chat. Mm -hmm. Do it. Let's see how fast I can get banned. <laughs> oh no! I don't think. I don't think you need a lot of time for that. I, I think you're very capable. I think you're very capable. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Subside. Thank you for. Uh... Wait. What's the name? I don't know what that means. Did Subside just become a pack member again? I don't oh, I think, think so, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's because he has Prime, so you get a free membership with Prime. Oh, awesome! So, all of your free loot is ours now. Thank you so much, Subside. Thanks, Subside. Seriously, and thank you to everyone who was watching today. I we we yeah, had, yeah. It was had great. a very participating audience, and uh, honestly, I was <laughs> I was like, oh god, we're fucked uh, as as the whole army of scum came down on us, and yeah. Like, relatively speaking, just Edge going down, um, that is way better than it could have gone. Like, for mm. real though, for real though, y you might have heard it in my voice, like, these, it, it did not go as planned. This yeah. should have been you guys being scared away by an encampment, but yeah. together with the chat, together with some good roles and some good choices on your part, like, yeah. I don't know, man, you, you savagely beaten all of them. Yeah, when you said, like, the next encounter is gonna be more difficult, I was like, no, bro, we're level one. We are barely winning this oh, dude, because of the Fartifact. I think, I think if I... Like, the thing is, th this was an encounter that you guys were, were uh, capable of, of owning, but I did not anticipate that you guys would own this without having any spells. Basically yeah. just slinging cantrips and hitting, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, no, yeah. We, we, we got very... We, partially, we got very lucky there. That That is yeah. true. And I I think it's actually fun, because I imagine this will actually lead to our party's overconfidence. Like, <laughs> <that's> an, <laughs> right? We're gonna be like, oh, yeah. we fought up a whole encampment of scum. What, what What's the worst that could happen, you know? I think, I think I mean, Tarush is speaking through Charlie right yeah. now, because <laughs> Edge going down is definitely gonna be a reason for them to think, okay, maybe we bit off a little bit more than we could do. Nah, we're fine. Easily, <laughs> no problem. We definitely need a healer, um. though. Cronies by, thank you so much for dropping in. Uh, I love that you laughed your ass off. Uh, we did as well. I'm still smiling right now with all the ridiculousness here. So uh, indeed, join us next time if you will. And again, also like uh, love that everybody threw in llama points to uh, uh, to aid our combatants. When I got back from uh, from break and I saw like, oh my god, the entire queue is filled with hero <laughs> points and bonuses. Like, that, that was some good shit, that was some good shit. And some useful stuff. Mm. Some like, useful it stuff. wasn't just like random hero points or whatever. No, like, they really thought about what they were doing and, and how to help us, and that was really cool. Uh, of illusions and stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah, love that, to actually like, affect the flow of combat. 
the fact that this one scout just got away and is now pulling away the spellcaster while they are why they are fleeing is because the scout got scared because of the chat. And, also, and that's something that you guys did. Legend has it that somewhere in the sewers, there's still a scum being chased by an illusionary dog. <laughs> <laughs> Years on by until the end of time. <laughs> but, yeah. oh, uh, I just, Bouter, you, you kind of promised me a magic item um, no, at the yeah. beginning of the fight. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting. What just, up with well, that? like I said, go loot next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we took down a scum with a magic yeah. fucking blood. Yeah, but he said thing. one more more step, and then you get a magic item, and I did. And then the time was up. And then the time was up. Did take yeah. the step. I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of effy, man. Kind of effy. That's kind of an empty promise. <laughs> I wonder how smart it is for a player to antagonize their game master. Yeah. I like to live on the edge. Well, Walter, I can wait for next week, so... Um... Yeah. Max sort of belongs to Maxine now! No! No, 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 no. Maxine okay. already has a watch that. We'll fuck with him in the downtime. No. It's gonna yeah. be okay. We'll make like justice for Olam now. No, don't you worry, Olam. Uh, <laughs> enough magic items will be flowing, don't you forget it. Uh-huh. But for now, however, we must take our leave. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for participating. We hope to see you all again next week for more stupidity with uh, the chat being the, uh, well, instigators of it all. Enjoy the last hour of your weekend. We love you. Bye-bye.